Podcast. I'm your co-host Robert Maine, and I got my other co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Geeks and Jocks. I like it. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Kind of goes like the freaks and geeks deal, but you know, another a series I've never really gotten into. I need to oh, dive into that. Very it's, good. I mean, it's a pool of just a bunch of people that were young. I was actually yeah. just listening to Seth Rogen on Adam Carolla, who might be mentioned later. And it was a great interview. He was talking about being... That was like his first break, really. Yeah. Um, hey, buddy. Hello. Still happy holidays. It's still... New Year's is still part of the holidays. That's why you say... It is. All of those. Pop quiz. Who's this? I have two in my head, but it sounds too old to be one of them, so it saves the day. Nope. No. West Coast. West Coast. East Co- uh, saves the day is East Coast. West Coast Ooh. band. I have a, I kind of a fun story about this band too. Damn. Um, I'll give you another hint. It's one word. It's not cartel. I'm not alone. They're from Georgia. Oh. I know I've heard them though. They have two singers. One's a skinny white guy. Another one's a short little chubby Asian guy oh it's not four members oh drive through records um sorry I love this album dude why don't I know not Alistair I know not Alistair Chicago not the Fullerton out here all you people out there are are screaming what did it start with I I I'll be scared. I'm going. I'm going on the next Halifax. No, it's a good guess though. Hey, I like it. It starts with an H. Drive through records. I'm pretty sure it's Halifax, Canada, because they're Canada. Okay. I don't know. And then (laughs) not the next song. Next song sucks. This song, dude. They four songs in this album are fucking perfect. Funny. I don't know. It's definitely like early 2000s pop fun. I'll tell you what year. 2002. It's oh. homegrown. Oh yeah. Kings of Pop. Funny story about them. Oh, you got one? I got it. I got a one too. You go first. My realtor's husband played bass for them. Probably at this. It's this guy. 
the, the skinny white guy, the bass player, is the other singer. And then it's a little, the little Asian guy who plays guitar. But too. I, maybe, but. No, I, that's, that's it. That's homegrown. This, this but guy. But I know they were. He is homegrown, I'm telling you. But I know they were like. It was before they really, like, took off. So it might have been like. Oh, okay. It, it, he might have been this. a member and then left, and then this guy came. Oh, okay. This is the replacement guy. Well, this this is when they took off. So sorry for your realtor guy, but um, my fun story is I was a big fan of these guys. All the drive-through bands that 2002, 2003, I loved all the drive-through bands uh, except for Steel Train. Um, and their drummer Darren, remember his name, Darren, because that's my uncle's name. Yeah, he had a clothing company, and I'm pretty sure I was trying to think of this when I was downloading. I think it was called Ordinary Clothing, and I was at that time I was really into like. A lot of these band guys had a side hustle where it was yeah. like, yeah, we sell band merch, but guess what? I saw I have my own like side hustle with my own clothing company. Yeah. And good on him. I was like totally into that. Like I want to support him and it was usually like cool shit because it was like the same graphic designers that they used for their band stuff. You do you know? remember another like t-shirt company that was in like I know Gonzo. Rocket? Not Rocket. No. It, it was like... He, they had a lot of clothes with like telephone wires on it and like silhouettes of people well, on was, it. Yeah, that, that was big back then. The, oh, the side, the side prints. You know, yeah. it wasn't just like the chest stuff. It was. I don't remember stuff that. Company. Weirdly on your back and places. It that, wasn't strike gently because strike gently was like. No, but I remember. I, I like that you remember that. Um, I can't remember, but they. Anyways, my story. Stick it. Leave it to me. Come on, okay. talk about me right now. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, this, this is, it was really cool because I was sophomore maybe in high school. Yeah. And I would go to... My dad has had season tickets to the Angels for... Ever, yeah. Forever. And uh, it was it was a day game, I believe. And I just wore his shirt just randomly, like, just that day. It was like going to the Angel game and I wanted to wear my cool emo shirt. And my I mean, wore my Angel hat. I made my dad happy, at least that way. He didn't like that I wore my emo shirts, but... Um, and sitting down in the, he has, he has the top view, um, the, the, the top level, but the first row in that. So it's, there's nobody in front of us. It's great seats. And so we're sitting there in a couple rows behind us and the row, the section over, I look up and it's the drummer from out, uh, home. I was gonna say Alistair drummer from homegrown and, I believe the singer and the other guitar player, not the Asian oh. guy. I don't remember the Asian guy being there. But I looked up and I was like, holy fuck. Like, I I know these guys. I've been, like, yeah. watching their DVD. Like, I know what these guys look like. I was like, and I'm wearing his fucking shirt. I was like, holy shit. So, nerd, nerd guy that I am, you know, in between innings... I go in between the uh, the sections. There's a little railing. We, you know, we get up, we get in between innings, we get a little stretch your legs. Yeah. But I made sure to like <clears throat> show my shirt, you know. And at first, I they didn't say anything, but I noticed like the girlfriend. They had a girlfriend there, and they're like, "Oh shit, that guy." Yeah. Like they pointed, and I was like, "Okay." They know. And I sat back in my seat, and then by the end of the game, I think we were all leaving. Darren, the guy that owns the, he's like, "Hey man, really cool fucking shirt," and I was like. Hey man, really cool fucking band. Yeah, and he's like, we had a little moment. It was like, I, I, I bet that he really had never seen his shirt in the wild yeah, like that for sure. And that was a special moment for not only him but for me. I was like, dude, I'm wearing not only his band. Like, it'd been cool if I wore a homegrown shirt. Yeah, that would've been cool too. They're all sitting there, but 
it was even a deeper pool. Like, yeah. I knew his band and his clothing line. So that was it's always been a special moments to me. So shout out to Darren. And I think it was I think it was called Ordinary Clothing. It had a weird He's the drummer? I was into the weird I was into the not only the emo shit, like that was already like a deep niche of punk, but then I went even deeper. I went into like the niches of I wanted to be the cooler emo kid, you know? That's why I listened to Thursday. No one ever listened to Thursday, even though they are a fucking music like musically inclined band. They're amazing. But it was the fact that no one else no one else listened to them. That was the cool part about it. You know? Like you know, you're thrice. Same with Thrice. Not everyone listens they're a little bit bigger than Thursday, but you're sitting over there quiet. He's on his computer making me sound yeah. like I'm an idiot. No, no, talking no, no. to myself. Alright, let's get into the episode. Sorry, those little diversions. I'm actually looking up some stuff about them. All right. Well, when we, when we dive into the episode, um, we're going to talk about what we got from Christmas from our families and stuff. We're going to finally talk about the Every Time I Die stream. We finally got to it. Yeah. We talked about it last episode where we weren't, be able, we, weren't, we weren't able to bring it up. We found found the code on air, so we finally watched it right after that. Um, and then Corey... Uh, made me, but I wanted to listen to the uh, new August Burns Red uh, record that came out when it came out earlier this year, right? You, you'd missed it. I missed it too, like May or something. He's looking up shit. Anyways, it was a past. It was within this year, so we went. Yeah, back and it, well, it came out in April. Yeah, okay, there. Thank you, Corey. Uh, and then something that is in the uh, the news. We watched the new Wonder Woman eighty four. WW84 movie and uh, we got thoughts we got thoughts and we're gonna spoil it so if you haven't seen it go back and watch it and then listen back but I'm gonna spoil it now you don't have to watch it but if you've seen it we're gonna make fun of it uh, and then we're gonna talk about our favorite podcasts of the year because not only have you listened to ours we we listen to our favorite we have our own favorite podcast yeah because we all know you. This is our. We all know this is your favorite <laughs> podcast. Obviously, right? Right. It's a given. Yeah, right? seriously, it's a, it's a given. It's a given. Uh, but we have our own as uh, the host of the podcast, and then we're gonna do our our uh, one of my favorite games. I've I've named it Scrutiny. Similar artists. We need this and a final S, not songs. Similar scrutiny. Sardists. Sardis. Sardis. Whatever. <laughs> uh, where we're going to name. Sardis. We're going to figure out a band in in the moment. I like the fact that we like think of the band like, oh, I got one now. And we go on iTunes. I'm iTunes. He's Spotify. Yeah. And on the, ba- on the bottom of these artists, it has similar artists. And we're going to name those similar artists. Plus maybe a few clues from like their bio. And yeah. We want. I want you to get the artist. It's, it's a hard game. I want you to get it, but I don't want to make it easy. Yeah. That's the whole thing. So it's a fun game that we like to play. What else, Corey? What were you looking up? I was looking up, just looking up background of them. They've had a lot of me- homegrown. They've had a lot, a lot of members. Yeah. Orange County, right? Yeah. Base. Mm-hmm. Good dudes. Um, I love Kings of Pop, um, but it's not a perfect album. There's a few songs in this song that are kind of weird and just don't make sense but the ones that are rad like this one this is great um straight pop on do you want to play something in the background while we talk about our unofficial sponsors i've been blasting um, home the whole time let's, let me let's see. get the dj over to uh, Corey stocks you're live i am live give me a sec i well while he looks that up i'm gonna pause down and mention that we do still have a contest going on go okay so 
listen to a past episode. It's not that long. It's not, I'll, I'll get to this song in a second. I'm, I'm in the middle of our contest. Yes. Um, we have a contest going on. Go listen to a past episode. The we, we're getting more clues, more and more clues. It's an episode that has a guest on it, so you don't have to listen to just boring me and Corey. There's somebody that's fun on there, and it's at the end of the episode. And all you gotta all you gotta do is listen, and I say. The secret code word is blank. Blah, blah. It could be one word, could be two words, could be three. It could be a whole sentence. We don't know. Well, we know. You don't know. Um, and email us, Instagram us, and and we have these brand new. I got five. Well, maybe four, but we have enough. I'm gonna give you. We got a sweet scrutiny tote bag, coffee mug, stickers. Buttons, two different kinds of stickers. Yeah, big and small. Buttons, baseball cards. Yeah, garbage pail kids. We're gonna we're gonna tell you <laughs> all the secret stuff we've been telling you about. Throw some stuff in there. Um, what else? Everything else we can stuff in these little uh, UPS boxes that we got. So we want to get this shit out. Please go. Yeah, listen. get it the fuck out of my room. <laughs> it's our studio. It's our studio. I share this room with no. no I'm just a, kidding. It's his house. Um. So go listen back to an episode. It's a fun little contest, like a little Willy Wonka golden ticket thing. Go listen to a past episode. And I said before, I'm surprised the person that was on the episode hasn't messaged him himself. I'll say himself. And even if he does, I'm not going to include him because he's already gotten stuff. He's already gotten a mug. So if he messaged me, he doesn't count. So he'll get more stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or maybe it's a her. No, it's a him. All right. Uh, I don't know who this is. Who is this? Transit. Oh, okay. It, it gave me uh, you, me, and everyone we know vibes. I like these dudes. All right. Let's get into our official sponsors because I want to refill. Uh, Oyster Bay. I gave you this last week as a present. I made you open it or sharing it. I'll keep. I'll bring in. I'll keep bringing uh, good Sauvignon Blancs that I like to us because I like like I like that you like them. They're you like great. this one? You yeah, like this, one? this one's really good. This is already our second glass. New Zealand. Um, is there Dude, like, is there you know like- what's crazy is back in the day, way, way back we're talking. 1980. Wait, wait, even farther back than <laughs> that. Can you oh. sound more decrepit well, and corpse-like? When you say far back, that's how far back we go. Well, like... the Oh, when wine was invented? Yeah, like... Oh. Medieval times, dude. They couldn't drink the water because it was shitty and it had bacteria. So all they drank were was like wine and mead and shit. I I really want to try mead. I heard it's not great, but it's one of the few boozes got that chunks I, in it. Too. I've tried port. Port's not great, but I've tried it. I tried it in France. Port. port what does it, what does it port. say? The, I want to I want to read what's on the back. Port wine. Uh, so Oyster Bay, Mar- Marlboro, Samuel Blanc, wine of New Zealand. Oyster Bay captures the special character of New Zealand's cool climate, viniculture. Elegant, assertive wines with glorious fruit flavors. You know, some wines have a whole paragraph. That was it. Short, tempting. Oyster Bay wine captures the uh, special character of New Zealand, elegant, assertive wines, and glorious fruit flavors. Same thing from the back. So, it's a good one. It's about... Um, on a good deal, you can get this for maybe under ten dollars, but at least under fifteen. Nice. So it's it's not a bad deal. Yeah. So 
It's not as smooth as Kim Crawford, but it's. If you can recommend a mead, recommend us a mead. I've heard that you've kind of ha- you kind of have to make it at home. I know. It's, it's so maybe that, that could be an episode. That'd be cool. fun. Our other unofficial sponsor. We showed up together. We're both wearing DOS bootleg again. I got a bunch of. Well, I'll talk about that later. But I gotta admit, never seen your movie. You've never seen. I've never seen any of those movies. Never seen Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. Nope. Oof. Good stuff. Do I need to watch it during Halloween or should it be? It, a, you can watch it anytime. It's funny and weird. Okay, let me get over the holidays. If you like Sam? Let me Raimi. get a little out of you know the yeah. Christmas stuff, and then I'll shake my maybe in February. I'll maybe watch those because I yeah, I know about it. What's that guy's name? The actor? Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. I like him. I've heard a good interviews. He's been on the Corolla. He's show. hilarious. I'm wearing uh, Mr. Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Cheers to him. Cheers to Gene Wilder being man, one of my faves. He lasted a while, man. He, he does a great interview in his later years with Conan O'Brien that's funny and it'll make you tear up because like Gene kind of tips his cap to Conan. You know how big that is? Fuck. Someone like Conan that grew up on, with Gene and Gene goes... He like stops and like grabs Conan. He's like, I think you're really funny, man. I think you're really funny. And it's like, if I was Conan, I'd be like, thank you, Gene. Yeah. I've waited my whole life for this No, I would fuck it. But he, Conan just rolls with it and just. Lose it. He, yeah. No, he just is the man. So. To both of them. I just, just switched the song. Still transit? Still transit. I want right, to listen to one up. more song. Um, all right. So unofficial. Doss Boulay, Oyster Bay. What'd you get for Christmas, man? You were just saying that you wanted to hold your tongue about DOS bootleg. Did you get more DOS bootleg for yes, Christmas? Yes, I got two two DOS bootleg. From I got, the wife? Um, from the wife. Of course. Dude, the wife. Who else in your family knows about man, DOS bootleg? Man, the wife got me some good shit. All right, I got to say. Get? What'd you get? All right. So, Wonder Years recently like announced like a reissue 10th anniversary box set of like Suburbia uh, and The Upsides. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I want that. And then a bunch of like random demos too, like like voice note demos and stuff. That'll be really cool to like listen to to hear where the songs have come from. I like those little doodads of the making of. Um so I got that I pre-ordered that record and it sold out in like two seconds. It's this beautiful planetary color uh vinyl set. And so that was kind of a gift. That was early. But she also got me, I she noticed that I had said, you know, I really like this sweater and it says not sad on it. And it's like a crew neck sweater. It's super emo. Um, it says not sad because they have a song that, that says I'm not sad anymore. I'm just tired. Of, it's a good song. Um, Can I interrupt for one second? Go ahead. Because I had, because it kind of goes with this time of the year. I had a very good metaphor that I gave to my grandma. She's 82. Shout out to Nana. She's an executive producer of this podcast because she she pays for not for the bot, but she pays for you know lots of stuff. Anyway, she was being kind of cringy, kind of scroogey, yeah. and she has some stuff that I don't blame her being that way towards for this sure. year. But I like Christmas. I have no baggage with Christmas. I've always loved this. Yeah, as much as I love Hail Satan, and, and I'll get into my Satan stuff in a second, but. And I don't like religion. I do like Christmas because here's my here's what I said to her. I was making her. I was making us some coffee, and it dawned on me. 
I, and I listened to Corolla, and we'll get him to do it in a second, because he comes up with these analogies and metaphors a little bit, and I was thinking, okay, as tax-paying citizens, what's our job during holidays? She's like, well, we don't work on holidays. I was like, okay, not literally physically working, Nana, at, to celebrate. What is our job? Valentine's Day. What was our job? I buy stuff. No. Love. Love, yeah. Love. Okay, That's yeah. That's the general thing of Valentine's. Love. If you got a significant lo- uh, other, then love them. And if you don't, find that, you know, it, it goes with love. It's family, too. It's yeah. just love. St. Patrick's Day. It's just celebrate good times, get drunk. But it's still, that's the general good feels. Fourth of July. Celebrate freedom for, you know, being American. You know what that means nowadays. Whatever. It's still, you know, I want, I love Fourth of July. Fireworks. Uh, Thanksgiving. Thankful. Thankful for what you're yeah. eating. Thankful, for, you know, where you're living and your family. Now, what's Chris? What's your job during Christmas? <laughs> Not being drunk to walk. <laughs> to love each other and to like buy each other things that mean no. something God, to each other. I don't know. Mouth. I'm terrible. What's, what? What's the word before you say Christmas? Mary. Mary. Be Mary. That's your job during Christmas. It's in the Not fucking being slogan. Sad. Merry Christmas. You're supposed to say that to people and be merry and happy. That's merry and happy and yes, give gifts and and receive gifts. And I told that to Nana and I was like, listen, you can be a Scrooge, but some people don't want to be Scrooges with you. And your job right now is to be merry. That's the job of your. I'm citizen. always a Scrooge. I am too. I, as much as I, I, trust me, I'm just kidding. I'm a negative Nancy too. But this is the one time of year where I try not to be. You know, I like giving gifts. I liked buying these scrutiny bags and and getting everyone. It's it felt good buying every you know, and then getting stuff too. The people, the things that I got, I'll get in a second. So I just thought you know that was a good analogy, right? Yeah. Even though you, but I do like the you sh- didn't answer correct. I do like right. my uh, my crew neck sweater that says "Not Sad" on it, but. You'll wa- you wear it this year, but during Christmas, we're not being sad. You know, yeah. this was a terrible year. This is the perfect Well, that's holiday. his point in the song. I'm not sad anymore. Okay, perfect. Cool. <laughs> All right. Sorry, continue. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I so, liked my analogy. Continue. So it's a good, good one, though. Uh, yeah, so I got my not sad sweater, which is awesome. And Soupy is such an awesome dude. Super, like, happy, jolly freaking loves playing music and they're great yeah. um so then i get a bunch of music stuff tons of vinyl i got seaway uh <laughs> the what is it the the, the fresh one? produce one because i already have the new one oh. fresh produce i like it a lot actually it has a few covers on it that are pretty good um state champs finer things i love that or not finer things um why am i forgetting it might be the finer things i don't remember but it is one of the state champs records. It's their newest one. And, and you're right. I'm fine. Just burping. Continue oh. the show. I'm, yeah, I'm trying not right, to look no, like a know I'm burping over here. You do it in the mic every now and then. That's true. I'm just um, trying to be polite. All right. <laughs> I even turned my mic down. It is the last, you know, episode of the year. So you got maybe you're turning over a new leaf. No burping on. On the on the Vox, bro. I was um, burping on Zelda over here. <laughs> Sorry, Zelda. She's looking good. Our plan. She's about to bloom. I can feel like she's about to bloom. Yeah, that there's another like Christmas gift kind of. You gave that to me. You well, got you it know, for our I was office. just at Home Depot and I saw it. She was, nice. 
Yeah, we got to water. You didn't water today, though. I did not. No, we got to keep her in the sun, too. Yeah. And then I got... Um, House plant. Okay. What other, what other vinyl did I get? I got two other vinyl. Um, Mac Miller, Good AM, um, and then Teskey Brothers record, which I was super stoked for because I've always wanted that one. Uh, I got Midsummer on Blu-ray. I got Get Out <laughs> on Blu-ray, and I got Hereditary on Blu-ray. Uh, your, wife, your wife knows you too well. Too well. Um... I got the Architects vinyl. The new she pre-ordered me the new Architects record on vinyl. Um, stoked on that. I love Architects. Uh, good band. Um, In the vein of uh, August Burns Red I, or August Burns Red, they're like he, August is the American version, and they're the uh, kind they're, of English version. And they're a little like popier I than. Them. I know different but in the metal yeah, vein metal vein i like them a lot in, in the underrated vein sorry yeah they're really good i like them a lot um who else uh, or what else she got she, dude she got so much stuff um two t-shirts das bootleg i got the um oh yeah what was it i got bruce campbell oh, that is one of the new ones uh Army of Darkness shirt i think i think it's that from that one and That's then the one. and then i got um the uh, the Nicolas Cage one that you have where he's like throwing his hair back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was she thinking, knows I, I love Nicolas Jack, Cage. I was thinking Jack Nicholson for some reason. Yeah, yeah she's like Con Air. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to wear that together someday. Yeah, we will. Matchy matchy. And then my dad got me um he got us a bunch of money on Amazon. Nice. And so I got a few vinyl. August all uh August Burns Red Constellations. Phantom Anthem and Guardians, the one we're going to talk about today. Um, parents in law yeah, got I was baby stuff. When I walked in. Yeah, baby stuff. And then. Um, oh, you having a baby or something? Yeah. That's the best gift, I guess, <laughs> right? I'm supposed to say that. Oh, you're getting more stuff. Don't worry. Yeah. But. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get anything for the kid yet. I'm waiting until it's born. Yeah. He doesn't need any shit yet. She's like too I'm, spoiled. I got, right now. Well, I got you one. I got you a bib. Oh, that's awesome! The, the Thursday, Thursday bib. My mom got it for me, but she's she's my partner in crime on this. Dude, so. she and yeah, she'll wear that and throw up on yeah, it and stuff. Right. Got well, <laughs> <yeah>, touche, <laughs> but she'll enjoy it. But um, yeah, I think I think that's that's kind of it. Um, oh, in a game for the Switch, it's called Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix University Rising. Oh, you gonna get your masters? I already did. Phoenix Rising, it's a, a it's called Phoenix Rising Immortals or something like that. It's about Greek gods. It's kind of like Assassin's Creed, but cool. more cartoony. That's what I got. Cool. What'd you get? Cool. Um, a few, th- uh, a couple things that I'm gonna bring into the studio actually. Um, uh, I got an office trivia game that I wouldn't mind playing on the air, which would be fun. We should take shots every time we get it wrong. Ooh. Um, and I do want to bring the office more into this next year. We're going to scrutinize Scranton. I have ideas. We should go episode by episode and I'm scrutinize them. Yeah. Just like the ladies of the office. Shout out to them. Oh, they're office. awesome. They're so um, cool. I got, and then uh, the, you know, at the end of the title sequence, they have the office, like a bathroom thing. The sign. I got one of those. I got two of those. So I'm going to put one on my actual door where I live and then we're going to put one if you on the outside. Why, yeah. yeah That's fine. Reversal 
tape. It's not going to ruin the door. Well, don't care about that. We're going to have to repaint everything. Um, anyway. What else did I get? I got my aunt. My aunt knocked out of the park. So she got those for me. She not she she named she got all the um, shows that I like. She got The Office, obviously. And then she got me a Parks and Rec uh, t- like T-shirt, long sleeve. No, not even T-shirt, long sleeve t- uh, tee. It just has Parks and Rec. It's pretty. It's nice. And then she got me always sunny in Philadelphia shot glasses that each one has. Oh, I saw that face of the gang, which is great. It's got fat Mac on it, which I appreciated. Um, (laughs) I like that. Nana got me a a subscription to IMD pro. Oh, so, I, so you can watch so it's stuff funny, on there. Yeah, it's it's funny a little backstory on IMDb. I do, I had a, I've had an IMDb page, but I haven't been in charge of it. it it's had all my a, a Info, lot of my yeah. credits on there, which is funny. It's like I can look up my page and I didn't create it, which was kind of cool on IMDb. But now I can go in and like put my photo and my actual like contact, and they actually have like jobs on there, which I didn't know. Like you can go in and look for like film jobs. It's not cheap. It's like over a hundred dollars. I think it was like a hundred and fifty for a year. Yeah, so it's not cheap, but um, it gets you some some really cool options. Um, what my, my what did my mom get me? She got me a box. She got me she got me a box of dots, some angel stuff, um, a blanket. My nana and my nana got some uh, bathroom. That's stupid. Um, what else I get? My dad gave me hundred bucks, which was cool. <laughs> and my aunt, aunt and uncle gave me some money too. Um, Ashley, what Ashley got me? She got me. Shout out to her podcast, What's Your Position Podcast. Um, what did she give me? I'm really enjoying this music right now. Yeah, good stuff. She, I, I'm sorry, Ashley. I totally because the other thing was she was a second second day of Christmas. We did stuff on like Christmas Eve. Was it something and then like Ashley came on Saturday? Was it something booze? No booze. I don't know. She got uh, she got Nana a really cool gift. It was like a, a group plant or something. Fuck, what'd she get me? I think one of the things she got me wasn't here yet. But anyways, I, I'm happy as a, as an adult now. I guess yeah. I didn't you know it wasn't like. T- even though I do like toys. One thing I wanted to say, though, I got my whole family, and I am now a card-carrying member. I'll show you. I got my my uh, Ashley, my mom, Linda, and my grandma, my nana, memberships into... What does it say, Corey? The Satanic Temple. And it's the like unofficial, official Satanic Hail Satan can I read their? Yeah, you know what? Mu- because here, here, here's the thing: is people think it's like, it, yeah, and Satan. Like I you're mentioned to a few Satan. people that are kind of religious, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Let me read this because yeah. the they have like their motto on the back." I got my, I got the, with the membership, we all got different kinds of certificates and different kind of membership yeah. cards and stickers and stuff. But yeah, you know, I want you. I'm gonna turn the music down. I want I'll you, read I, it. I want you because it is it. It's pretty awesome. N- Who's going to argue this? Yeah. I'm going to drink my wine. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. 
The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. Amen. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego your own. Beliefs should conform to our best scientific understanding of the world. We should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit our beliefs. And that is so relevant right now. People are fallible. If we make a mistake, we should do our best to rectify it and resolve any harm that it may have been caused. Every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. I don't know. The echo inspired me to go a little crazy. It wasn't supposed to be on yours. It was only supposed to be on mine. And I was going to say, hail Satan. All right. Well, so to kind of like the Satanic Temple is a statement that people should treat each other equally um, regardless of religious belief regardless of anything can they really uh, question that yeah I I don't know I I think and if you haven't seen the movie Hail Satan you gotta go see it yeah so I thought it was like a funny thing I got some t-shirts and stuff too so very nice that's awesome I think there was something else I was gonna mention that I got. Are we mentioning gifts we got? I got my wife a bunch of like. Yeah, what'd you get her? Maternity clothes and. Uh, keep talking because I got uh, a different microphone. Go Sparta, ahead. the Sparta vinyl. Um, because she loves Sparta. Shout out to Jim Ward, who's awesome. Um, who else? What else did I get her? I got her. Oh, have you heard of caboodles? I like these vintage. Um, makeup back carrier things. It's kind of like no, easy looking. Is. It's pretty cool. I'll show it to you later. <sighs> but it's a thing to keep all her makeup organized and stuff because she just doesn't have a spot for it. So I gotta say, no, my wife doesn't need this. She doesn't I know. need makeup. Well, She's I would, beautiful. Enough. I tell her that all the time. <laughs> there you go. But um, I I what else did I get her? I got her like bracelets with like pineapples on them because pineapple is like the symbol of infertility. Um, got her headbands. She really wanted like bow headband things, like the vintagey looking bow things. I don't know. Okay. Looks great. Great. But other than that, I don't know. Just mainly clothes and stuff like that was what she asked for. Jewelry. I'm kind of dis- if my mom was listening. I'm kind of disappointed. I did not get underwear or socks this year. So undies. As a 30 year old single male, I'm very disappointed in my mother. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get into uh, some reviews. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna turn you. I'm gonna pod you down because I'm gonna throw some. Uh, let's get into the every time I die stream. So. We listened to it. So they also put out some new music, by the way. I'm going to play that now. Um, every time I die. Um, <sighs> what can I say about this band? I love them. I love the energy of this band. They're funny. They're a musician's band. The, the things that they can create and memorize, like... 
I think the they're songs that they create and like they can pull like I think I they're they funny remember. a lot because of how technically talented they, they are. Know they how, they yeah, know what they they're know. doing and they screw around they with know. it. Um if you don't if you don't know about this band, go go listen. Um I will say that I can't listen to them like twenty four seven. Yeah. I gotta listen to them in little in little spouts. Um it's great in traffic. Um, yeah. speed or not even traffic when I'm speeding around. Um but yeah, like I love their energy and the the, the singer and the guitar player, uh, the Buckleys, they're just geniuses in a, a kind of a comic way too. And so I've been looking forward to their live stream. They've been posting little trailers and it, it's been looked promising. Um, that being said, um, don't think they performed it live. Just kind of like Four Years Strong, I think they performed it pre. Yeah, and then we're kind of. Playing to their live thing. No offense to them. I mean, it sounds good. That was a, that was a thing. It's it's live, but it sounds really good. Yeah, it does. Would you agree? Yeah, it sounded think, really good. I don't good. think they played it live, right? I don't know. It kind. There's, there's a lot of cuts in the edit too that didn't make sense with the audio. That made I don't know. I'm sure they had to play it live beforehand. It sounded yeah. live. It didn't sound like they were playing to their, in a studio taking you know taking their time with. The, it sounded live. Yeah, unlike the what would be an interesting one. thing to like ask and talk about is like how do you do something like on that scale, you know? But I don't, I don't like down on it. It sounded no, good. It, sounded, it was really good. It sounded like a good live thing because people got to understand even like the live DVDs and records that you listen to, they've gone back and remastered and even like re-recorded parts. Throwing some auto tune on the vocals, like it's all touched up, which yeah. you just kind of have to let go of. It just happens in the industry. Um, with the skits and stuff. That being said, the the performance stuff it was great. Yeah, right? like that's being said, like that that can't be questioned. It was great. They rocked their fucking asses off. It was entertaining. I love the big uh, logo in the background. Yeah, that was really up. cool. That being said. Now the skits, because that's now a new thing with these bands, especially a band like them that's funny. Yeah. It's kind of expected to do funny stuff in between these songs. What did you think about the skits? I thought they were funny. They were funny, but, 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 yeah. very acquired taste. Like, it's like yeah. Tim and Eric style. You like, kind of have to know the band. Yeah. kind of have that random. It's like that Tim and Eric or Auntie Donna's type. It was a little rough around humor. the edges. There was moments. I think it. I think as fans, there's an expectation of it being a lot funnier. But I like the cameo, the cameo idea that they they got uh, Gilbert Godfrey and um, uh, who's the '80s guy, the uh, Hickory Dickory Duck. Um. Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting his name? That guy, the fucking '80s guy. I can't think of his name. Uh, I got him, and then there was like another one. There was a third one that was. They got basically what they got was a camp. They paid for a cameo, and, and they told it, scripted they, it. Yeah, they cut it up to make it because when you buy that, that's theirs. I mean, I don't think those those actors can really, if they were not comfortable with that edit, they don't have a lawsuit because they paid for that. Yeah, and what they want to do with that video is up to them. So it was pretty funny when they did that. It was very space ghosty. Yeah, did you ever watch Space Ghost? Yeah, I did. Coast Coast. It was very because that's what they would do with that. It was they would. They would interview these famous people, but then with that interview, they would cut it up and make it yeah. look like whatever they wanted. So, this is a good show. I like the uh, infomercial thing where they were like 
apparently selling things like yeah uh, posters and t-shirts and passes and random they, ass yeah. crap too uh, and and the number we we looked this up while we were watching it the number that they said to call now if you called it it was just but I wonder if you called at that when time actually, if they were really selling I'm curious, stuff. But when we called it, it was just a phone version of their songs. Yeah. Just, if you just kept it online, it was just every time I die playing oh, in your, in your phone. I didn't I, I didn't share this with you, but they also sent a um downloadable track. Is it one of these ones? It's a new song. Yeah. It's another new song. Oh. It's called AWOL. Show it to you later. <laughs> I think this is the end of that. I love them. I, I, I like these guys. I don't think it was the best stream. I was expecting a little bit more, but it was Dude, good. the tiki bar part was funny, too. In the beginning, they're all in this cold, and that's when he gets the it, call, it, and he's like, want to do a live moments. stream? It, yeah. I'm not saying it was a disaster. Yeah. It was... How much was it? It's like fifteen bucks. Okay, I mean, maybe I like I the remember. idea that the whole concept of the video was they were trying to save up for sixty nine dollars. They they were sixty nine dollars in debt to their manager, who is like this big time, you know, Hollywood guy. So they had to save sixty nine dollars. Of course, and yeah. So bucks. there was and there uh, there was violent gentleman stuff in there, which I appreciated. Who has ties with Doss Bootleg? Um, it was good. It was, I, yeah. I think Forrest, I I'm maybe maybe biased with being a Forrest Strong fan, but I like theirs better. It was a good it was a good attempt. I, I it's really hard for these bands to like try to pivot and try yeah, to fucking show entertaining. Yeah, yeah, that has skits and stuff. But and yeah. Newfound Glories is incredible. You should go watch it. it. Well, actually, it's down now, but it was great. <laughs> uh, Forrest Strong is now like up. You can rewatch it. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, Newfound will do something with it, I'm sure. All right, let's get into the new August Burns. I'm going to put it on for you. It's already oh, yeah. Here we go. This record came out in 2020. Thank God it's almost over. I want you to talk about it before I... Yeah, I will. Um, This record came out in April, but I kind of missed it. Just with the craziness of this year... It, it just escaped me and like August Burns Red is a band I went I go back to and I'll like listen to um, it was produced by Carson Slovak and Grant McFarland both of them who've done a lot of they've done like all of basically most of August Burns Red stuff their last four or five albums um, sorry about that and some other stuff like uh just some other random like metal kind of stuff in house. Yeah, it's their own. And they wrote it. These guys wrote everything. Like they, I don't doubt they that. worked on it themselves. They're just. I can't say enough about this band. I've seen them live like four times, and it is like a seminar on music. Just watching them, they play in flip flops and like jump around and shit. It's crazy. Um, their singer is a super cool dude. Um, super, super nice guy, but damn, he can scream like, and so uh, let me ask you a question. Cause I wasn't sure you probably know more about this band than I do. Um, I know they have a, like a lead guy. Is there two screamers though? No, it's him. Nobody else in this band does screaming. If anything, the bassist. Cause there's sometimes in this song where it's, it's, it's two 
Sounds like two people. It's probably the bassist. Well, this new... It's interesting that you say that because this new record has a lot more, like, vocal dynamic in it in terms of, like, other stuff going on. Most of their older stuff was just him screaming. There's some parts where it's like... And then it's like... But he does that. He goes from, I like, understand the low to it's high. Like, it's, like, at the same time. Sometimes. Yeah. So, I was just curious. Okay, okay. But um, if I am to go to just their breakdowns and their rhythm is crazy. This is what I like. Oh, hey, Satan. Are you in the studio? Hey, uh, question for you and Satan, because... You guys might know. Are they Christian? The singer is, yes. Oh, shit. They're fucking Christian? Yeah, Satan. I'm pretty sure they're Christian. So it's kind of ironic that Satan listens... I mean, on both ends. (laughs) These Christians are playing music that sounds like the devil. Yeah, it sounds like the devil. Yeah, that's what I just said. So... But they're talking about the Lord? Is that what they're talking about, Corey? <laughs> what's, their lyrics, yes. what's their lyrics about? <laughs> All kinds of stuff. But Identity, crises. Okay, but ac- across the albums of they've done, are they, do they talk about the Lord? In... in or is like this underlying, like, very, we're well, it's metal, like thr- but like... Well, it's like hey, thrice. Thrice never straight out, really, except okay. for like one or two tracks. Oh, I like thrice. Yeah. They're Christian too. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you should listen to uh, what's the singer's name? Uh, Dustin Kenzie. Yeah, you should listen to his uh, side project, Satan, because you'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> huh? Sorry. Well, hey, thanks for stopping by, Satan. Hey, no problem. Love the podcast. See you guys later. Hey, see you, see you Satan. All right, back to the uh, August Friends Red. Um, let's go through the screening scale. Yeah. So, quality. It's great. It sounds phenomenal. I won't just, disagree with that. It sounds amazing. They're like nope. tones, everything. These guys are musicians, musicians. Um, re-listenability. I've actually spun the record a few times, so I can say I listened to it a few times. Um, it gets. I think this is a record in like just a band where if you listen to the record multiple times, you start to hear new things, and you because they're <laughs> you all right? He's choking. Um, but it's one of those bands. Sorry, the Satan wrong. voice took over. Yeah, my, I mean, Satan took over my voice. God, get out of here, Satan! <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. But um, I think the uh, I think the really cool thing about this band is you listen to them multiple times, and you hear different things, little intricate things, pretty things. Like they they just have so many ideas. They you know, have have fused together, very classically trained. You can tell like they've classically trained themselves. Um, stuff like this is I just like, like I like this part. Just really cool stuff. That bass tone. Where's one? Hold on. They go at no major right there too. It's in six, isn't it? One, yeah. one two. If it has that sway, well, what's, it's what's, in, it's like what's a six funny song. with like six eight, This part, if listen. You, if you that that low, 
I love that travel down the neck there. But see, what's funny is even if you count one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. What's one, two, three times four? Twelve. Four, four, you can count. One, two, three, four, one. Two. Yeah, it's in, just. In, in certain instances, you can count six or three in a four count. Yeah. If it's like slow enough, basically, but it's, yeah, it's I, I love that. Let's take yeah. And more, this, hey, more musicians out there, right in six eight. It's fun. It is, and like it's it like it's sway. You can, it feels like a you, sway. You I do love it just it. right. Then if you wanted to get in a four four, you can. There you go. There's my example right there. And so, so I, uh, good on them. Like this yeah. band knows that. Like they can fuck around with six eight and four four at the same time. Any timing yeah. they want. Like they're crazy. Give that um, drummer a click, and goddamn, he's gonna fucking. Yeah. And and they're fucking around within the minor and the major of that chord, whatever this is, which is. They're bored, man. They're bored. I'm gonna get a new second. Continue the praise. But um, vocals, great. I think the. I think the. Um, I think they're trying new things. Yes. Like, which is cool. Yes. Like, there's a lot of. If you listen in the background, they have a lot of like choral kind of things. Choral. Um, harmonizing and stuff like that, which you don't hear from that. They, they've they always just been like this beat down metal music and like, I like that. Uh, there's another record I compare this to that they have found in faraway places, which almost won them a Grammy. Um, they should. Because of how weird they went on it. Um, it's super cool. Bass is great. I love the tone of the bass on this record. Very like crunchy. In- which album were you saying? Found in faraway places. One of their songs almost won them a Grammy. Um, I think it was oh, called okay. Identity. Oh, okay. Um, drums. Th- Matt Grainer is one of the greatest in the game. I just, I think he, he just has this understanding of drums that like he can play like the really fast blast beat, all that stuff, and then he'll slow down and he'll do weird. Jazzy. jazzy fusion stuff which is crazy um he's very very like it almost feels robotic at times like yeah just because of how like on it he is but i do i really like it um i've always liked music like this like i've been really into just prog crazy yeah. um in like progressive progressive aggressive. yeah like aggressive and everything and then there's other instruments. There's some cello in there at times. Um, you, like at later down the line. Probably synth, but yeah. And then, well, it actually credits one of the producers with doing the cello part, right, like which right, is cool. All right, touche. And then originality. I think it's hard because they've. If you listen to this record as a bystander and just like okay, at one glance, all their music does sound 
very similar to each other at, at, at first glance, but when you dive into it... This band is officially, unofficially sponsored by China Symbols. That too. That made a lot of people laugh. I know it did. <laughs> but, um... There it is. Oh yeah, they're very into August it. Burns Red. That's the signature August Burns Red sound. Sorry, I, I mean, it's, a, it's a joke, but you listen to all listen their albums. To the woes. That's cool. kind of newer. That's a little bring me the horizon, but the that's been signature from day one. So I'll give I like those woes. That was good. All right, what's your score? Because I want overall, I and I'm biased. I've loved these guys since I heard Constellations. Just like. Fell in love with this band. Um, I gave it a 91. I think it's really good. I it's not perfect. I think I think they're starting to like try things, and I think that's important. I want to hear what the next record sounds like too. So I gave it a 91. Okay, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say this. I didn't do a scrutiny scale because. I, I respect this band too much that I think that if I did one, I would give it a bad review. And I don't... I like this band yeah. a lot. I re- and that's the other thing, respect them. So I have two, another, two metaphors that I want to give out. I have this pedestal of talent that I put on just in my mind. Rolling Stones is my perfect example. I don't like the Rolling Stones. I've never liked them. But goddamn, they're on my pedestal of talent because they've been around forever. They've never broken up. They've never really, I don't think they've changed members. They've made a shitload of money off rock and roll, blues. They've gone into different genres. God bless them as artists. Like, I don't like their music, but I respect them. They're on my pedestal of talent. Okay? That being said. And I put a lot of bands on there. Okay, now, yeah, see, listen, this is great. My next one is the life of Warped Tour. Now, you and I live, this is very in our generation. Our parents don't live in this. They may, maybe live in the Woodstock life. But in the world of Warped Tour and us, and we're going through life of Warped Tour, August Burns Red is not a band I would just, if they're on the stage, I'm not just walking by and going on to the next one. I'm watching at least one song. Yeah. Because I respect the shit out of them. I'm not listening to the whole set. That's what I'm saying. I'm not listening to the whole set. But I'm going to stop and listen for a second. I know my favorite band down the, uh, down the way on the Hurley stage is playing. Since Fail, I know they're more terrible. They're not as much better musicians as them. But I have more loyalty to them. I love Since, since Fail. I'm going to go listen to their whole set. Well, August Runs Red, I'm going to go listen to maybe like one of your songs. Because I yeah. respect them. They're going to put on a show. And musician, they're a musicians, musicians band. Like, yeah, what these guys are doing, I can never do. And I, I don't know, Brad. You and I are pretty good musicians. I'm okay, but we're, that's, that's when not, you listen to a band like this, you're like, you and I infinitely. We could like, sit holy down crap. and walk like a. We could write a pretty good screamo song right now. Mm-hmm. I think you and I together. These guys are on the next level. Yeah. These guys, yeah. So You give them, you'll like, and, give them a key timing, and, they'll in go. In the world of our, uh, or at least my metaphor of Warped Tour, the other bands on their stages, they're going by and, you don't like this song? This song has one of the most brutal breakdowns. I right, love it. Get to it. 
It's not. The other thing is the other's band since it's fail. They're gonna go. They're they respect this band too. They're gonna go watch side stage. So, in that vein, I will say this too. I didn't download this album. I listened to it. I listened to it twice, and I wanted to give it a fair chance. But I did not download it to my phone. And I think that means something. Like I listened to it. I streamed it. But I'm not gonna go back and listen to this. It's, I don't want this on my shuffle. Yeah. No song really stuck out to me. Um. The other thing that bums me out, especially as talented as this band is, I hate fade outs. I fucking hate fade oh, outs. Oh, there is a couple of those. There is at least two solid ones, and there's a couple on there that are like borderline, so I'm going to say there's like 2.5. Two and a half. The fact that these guys are so talented at writing songs that they have to rely on Pro Tools and a fade tool to end their song, I hope they take offense to that. Because you, you got... There's... There, more than half this song, you guys end your song on some kind of ending. Even if you fade it, there's like these. I want to. You guys see, do some cool fade outs, but yeah. there's some, some other ones like. Dun, 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 dun. See, I'm not a like, huge. Just end your fucking song. I'm not a huge Don't fan let of. Pro uh, Tools end your song. Not a huge fan of fade outs <sighs> at all either. I want to know the like. I want to know this might be why. one of them, man. I forget you know which what I mean? ones, but I think it's the second. It is one. this. Uh, this is one of them. Yeah. But I love the breakdown in this song. This shit, I love. Yeah. When this stuff was kicking in, I was like, turn this shit up. I want to listen, like, I love the August Burn Bread, China Symbol. This stuff all day. But then they, but then here's the thing. They've been doing a lot of albums. They've been playing for a long time. They do, and God bless them because they do covers that they appreciate. They do yeah. like, Christmas covers. They've done, like, video game covers that a lot of people Zelda, do. yeah. Yeah. So God bless them because they make enough money and they are able to do that. But then every one, once a year, once every two years, they have to write a serious album, which this yeah. is. And even then, they're getting bored. Like, there's only so many riffs in the minor chord that they can do. This is that See, heavy. I'm down. I'm fucking down. Even this sounds like every throwdown and 18 visions things we've heard. Just give it to me. This is what we want to hear, man. And then it gets slower in a minute, but watch. Not right here, but. But I'm being critical on these geniuses and musicians. That's why I felt I didn't I didn't feel comfortable doing a screen scale on And I love I, I like I, I have two screen scales. I have two that is critical to musicians and two Praising them, and I just can I can I like tell the story of why this band kind of makes me sad too. And they're Christians, God. This yeah. this <laughs> this <laughs> makes me right there. It's so heavy. By the way, I like Lost Messengers. That was the first album that got me into that. Oh, it's great. That's yeah, fucking a perfect album. But here's my thing. They actually sadden me sometimes listening to them because it's what I aspired to be as a guitarist, to be able to do all that. But I just, it, I never applied myself quite enough. You have. Takes a lot of natural your talent, for you. too. You have to sit in your room. At, no, they didn't fit. That was a good. See, just end your song like that. Well, it does kind cool. of. Cool. <laughs> no, that's a fine. Per, like, you, they had a ending. Don't yeah. Just, 
don't just drag the the fade tool. That's all. I like the end of this song too. There's a really cool. You want me to just play it real quick? No, let's move on. Let's let's go on. We got we got to go. We got one more review, and I want to take a break. We're already an hour in, dude. We're an hour oh, in. Oh man. So uh, I'm gonna pause them down. Give me a second. Uh, any last words on? I just I think even if you're not into metal, um, I grew up on metal, you know. Um, As a metal fan, if you like the entire genre, don't, yeah. you're not going to hate this. But even if you're not a fan, I think there are elements of this band, if you really listen close, that harken back to like yeah. everything jazz they're like, trying new things yeah not so like, cool the surf they have a song that has like a surf breakdown it's crazy and god bless them because they get paid enough to i think do they've done nine records god ten bless records them. see Damn. hell satan but god bless them yeah. all right oh boy wonder woman ww84 oh 84 right D- world war 84 all right um, oh, Wonder Woman '84. Sorry, so, World World I, War '84. I, mean, I don't know about you, but before I watch this, it, this movie was be, be getting destroyed online, and uh, it's kind of rightfully so. But eh, some of know, it, I want to, you know, being merry this time of year. I'm yeah. trying to be positive. There's moments in this movie that's not. Yeah, terrible. it's not. So, um, I did do the scrutiny scale on this one. Um, and here's my problem because I'm going to get a lot of shit for this from people but I'm thinking about where DC has gone because of Zack Snyder he has completely <laughs> destroyed this universe and I know this because I'm not going to be I'm it's not Warner Brothers go- yes I'm not going to be like I'm not going to sit here and talk about it and be the nerd that I am but like I love comics like I read a shit ton of comics and like when Zack Snyder says he loves the comics and that's how he designed his movie I'm like you're bullshitting I don't like Zack Snyder I don't think he's a great director I think he has ruined Batman number one he has ruined (laughs) Superman he turned Superman into a like whiny ass crybaby he was trying to do the 300 with a mixture of Christopher Nolan. But it just didn't... It felt it didn't flat on its face. Like... Okay. The DC, flat, the DC doesn't have the structure and the mind... No. That Marvel, Marvel yeah. Marvel has a lot more hands that people don't realize are in there. People... People have had their hand in... Yeah. Like, the end game, the last two episodes, eight years before that was movie was even yeah. made. That was pre-planned, at least the major structure of those movies. They brought in directors that knew how to do it, plus the nerds, producers. Like, example, for Mandalorian. I know I'm doing crap. I'm doing Marvel. Now I'm doing Star Wars. But the the brilliance of of Mandalorian is they brought Jon Favreau, who's just an amazing director, now with CGI. But they also brought in Dave Filoni. I think that's how pronounced Dave Filoni. He's the fucking nerd behind all the animation and the underground nerdism of Star Wars. Yeah. And that's, and now they're teaming together and bringing in new stuff 
and new old characters stuff. and old. And that's stuff, why yeah. Mandalorian's working now. DC hasn't fucking figured that out. But and they and they and until they refresh the entire franchise, <sighs> it's not going to happen. And, Sorry, and here's here's my they bring out these new movies here's my theory. Like we have Marvel, and I love yeah, Marvel. It's not over, baby. I it's love not Marvel. Over. New Year's DC should never pretend that they are going to ever be Marvel because even the comics, when you read them, they are not structured such that they match with what Marvel is. They're all standalone. I, I, I got it. I got the answer right here. What is it? Their next movie, they make it the Avengers of DC. They bring in Batman. They bring in Superman. They bring in Wonder they Woman. That hear, me, hear me out. Hear me out. They bring in all the main characters. Aquaman. And they all die. They get fucking annihilated. Good. And it's a, it's a. They're leaning into it. They, it's them saying, this franchise is dead. Fucking, they've all died. Yeah. Tragic. Now, it's been two years building up now new ideas. And the world is destroyed. Batman's, Batman, Batman's. I know that we're gonna bring in this new Batman, Pattinson, Robin Pattinson, dude. Let that be standalone. Let that die too. Just start over, DC. Like, lean into it. Like, kill your... Literally kill your franchise. Start over. The, the, the fandom will respect that. They'll go, oh, you killed it. All right. Now, rebuild. Do it like we want. Yeah. Do it in the vein... Do it like Marvel, but make it R. Because we've realized now in the last few years, R-rated superhero movies, they succeed. Yeah, Deadpool. In the beginning... Of Iron Man, they weren't. They were all PG, PG thirteen. Even they were all PG thirteen. But in the era of Joker, Deadpool, make that's your that's how you compete with Marvel. Let Marvel do the PG thirteen movies. Now dominate R rated superhero movies. Make all of them fucking. Well, I've bloody. heard a lot about uh, you were. That's my move. I think I've heard a lot about um, the boys, which I don't know if that's. Yeah, I don't think it's, is it DC. Praise? No, I don't think so. It's but it's but R rated. You know what is Fox DC given? and as incredible as Doom Patrol. There that's you go. A freaking R rating. I'm like, telling you, I. So my sorry. Go ahead. That was my little pitch to DC. Is, my my idea. Over. My idea is actually kind of different. I was getting inspired by the music too. I Hans think, Zimmer. I think they need to stick with like the comic books of DC. I know DC heroes have teamed up in comics but I like seeing these characters in their own worlds. I don't need to see them all together all the time. That My favorite comics, my favorite like story arcs are the ones that happen within the universe. Like they're bigger stories set within that universe. Like for instance, like Batman has like Nightfall and things like that. That's all set within the Batman universe, but you could do all that with that storyline using one really talented Batman actor, Shazam. Zachary Levi is amazing as Shazam. Continue that story arc as its own thing for a while. Wonder Woman. I don't know what Give happened up. with number two, but Give number up. one was great. Um, Continue on that arc, like in in but some can other you way. Agree that they should just start over. Well, they could, but that's, then that's the, it just if you continue on what they're doing, it's not gonna. But succeed. I mean, all the standalones. So you have like Joker. But, but okay. incorporate that Joker no, into the that, Batman that, thing. You know, let that be the Rogue One of their thing. One off. 
it's okay. Rogue. Some people love Rogue One. I love yeah. Rogue One. Some people don't. But that's still by itself. It's yeah. not even into the main storyline. I love that. I don't know. I just Justice League. But they should take the Joker. What they've done, the Joker. Yeah. What they've done. What they're going to do in the new Batman, Deadpool. All these R-rated DC movies. Fucking lean into it. Fuck yeah. the teenagers. They're going to watch it regardless. Yeah. These parents are going to pay for it or they're going to watch it online. Lean yeah. into it. Fuck it. That's the one thing you have on Marvel. Yeah. Marvel's never going to go R-rated. And but if they, they are, it's Deadpool. And but it's they not even also... Their, it's not even... And I'm not saying I'm not going to smash Marvel, like, no, directors I'm not, I'm not Mar- I'm or not writers at all. At all. But DC yeah. has some amazing writers and directors like t- i think they're coming from marvel you know too, who josh whedon's it? come over to them you know who's proven himself like is freaking todd phillips like joker was incredible like that's an incredible movie film not even regardless of like but joker see, i think they should just let let that be don't yeah that was great but don't let todd phillips back in and then you Start got fresh New. Oh, what's his name? Just the guy know. who did Shazam. Um, the guy Steven that, Soderbergh. The guy Soderbergh? that did the first Deadpool. Have that guy be the main guy. All right, let's get into one. That's that's the basis of what we fucking hate about. Oh, Sandberg. David Sandberg did. So these, Shazam. Yeah. I got to pee. We got a break. Uh, Water went. So leading up to this, we did the first one, which Chris Pine died in. Was that World War One or World War Two? World War Two, so he dies. It was a tragic ending, so we never saw him again. But I felt like Wonder Woman was good, though. Do you agree? Good movie, very globe trotting, fun, bright. I kind of want to leave the listeners on a string. I won't be, won't be too long, but I gotta pee. I, I can't do this. I can't get into this movie. Yeah, okay. Without a pee break. So now that we've laid the the groundwork of what we thought, what we individually think of DC. We're going to watch Wonder Woman. We're going to get into the spoilers of Wonder Woman. Now is your break to stop and go watch it if you haven't. Because I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Yeah, I will too. Fuck this movie. Um, But yeah. So I I like the music though. I'll give that to Hans Zimmer, Zimmer, man. So we'll be right back. I'm going to let you guys keep going on Hans Zimmer. Here we go. And we're back. Social Security Podcast. So we're gonna get into the bad things of <sighs> Wonder Woman. Um, all right. So we've gotten our grievances with Marvel, DC, and all that stuff. Um, directed by Patty Jenkins. So let's get let's, let's talk about her real quick. You know what she's doing next? Uh, Rogue Squadron. She's doing her own. Uh, now she's jumping ship from Warner Brothers, going to uh, Disney. I think gonna, she'll do well too. It's a movie. I don't think it's a show. I think it's an actual movie. It's kind of like in the the vein of Rogue One um, with like a side thing. She is the new, you know, woman wonderkin, I guess, of <clears throat> movies. But, you know, I got to say, after seeing this movie, I'm kind of scared of what she's going to do with that Rogue Squadron. Um. In a sense. Yes um, and no. I, I still stand by my defense of Wonder Woman, the first one. I liked it. All right. Turn the music back on. Here we go. Um, and then, yeah, imagine that. Hans Zimmer sticking to the uh, DC. He's he's doing a... 
he did the Wonder Woman stuff. Um, all right, let's dig into it. So <clears throat> we said, you know, the last one ended in World War II. Chris Pine died. That was a love interest for Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Gadot? Gadot. Gadot. Woo! Exciting. Um, I wish I would have seen this in theaters. It probably would have been better than my living room. I will yeah. say that. I did not buy this movie. Fuck <laughs> the system. I pirated it. Did you buy it? I uh, have HBO now. Oh, okay. So you kind of bought it. I didn't because I didn't because I, I heard bad things. I didn't. I knew it was gonna be kind of bad, so I didn't want to spend money on it. Um. So Chris Pine died. Uh, now it's the 1980s, and Wonder Woman is living her life as a. She lives at a, she works in a museum or something? Yeah, she's like a curator or something. And uh, that new lady is Kristen Wiig, and she's like this really nerdy, over-the-top, four-eyes dork that works with her now. And um, Wonder Woman's kind of nice to her, and they kind of become friends. But then FBI needs some help with a gem, and they come across this gem that... Basically, I'm gonna spoil it. Yeah, like I said, if you haven't watched it, watch stop it. Listening. So, I am drinking wine. If you hold the stone, make a wish, it comes true. That's the whole basis of this whole fucking movie, right? Yeah. So, Kristen Wiig, well, no, Gal Gadot does it first. She doesn't say it out loud, but she thinks it that what we what we we come to find out is she wishes that Chris Pine's character would come back. She's been yeah very lonesome, and she wants to love, and he, he comes back. But then Kristen Wiig wishes that she was like Gal or Wonder Woman. Yeah, what, because, Diana, because she gets yeah. she doesn't find out at first, but at, at well, later, she says she wants to be like Diana, but she doesn't know Diana is Wonder Woman. Exactly. So, so at first she's, she's like, "What the hell?" She changes her hair and her outfit and becomes more elegant, like Wonder Woman, but it's like. Oh shit! I can beat people up, and I can lift weights bigger than most guys. And realizes, oh, she is more than I thought she was too. There's a nice little twist. I like that. Um, and then uh, the bad guy, which yeah, the Mandalorian. We spoke of him. We spoke of that show earlier. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, loved him. I, as much as I really didn't like his movie, this guy should get an Oscar nomination. For this movie, at least be in consideration with the limited movies that are being because he was here, really good in it yeah. from the beginning to the end. Man, that I mean, from what we know from the Mandalorian and all the other stuff that we know from him, man, he really like stepped it up. I, I felt like, yeah. And here's my thing the actors that they have solid, like Kristen Wiig did a good job for who she was. She went into um, it, I think she knew what the what she was getting into. Yeah, but. and um, Gal Gadot is just a badass, and she's beautiful. She is. She is. Um, she's special forces, like crazy Israel, like amazing, beautiful woman. Um, and I think she is the perfect Wonder Woman. I just think a lot of what happened with this is how I feel about Zack Snyder with his claws in DC. <laughs> I, I just, I think they picked the, like, Wonder Woman is the first one I really liked. This one was like, 
it fell to pieces you for really me. You really liked the first one? I really liked the first one. It felt to me globetrotty, like kind yeah. of like Indiana Jonesy the ending sort is of. Rough, man. But um yeah, the CG and stuff bugs me a bit. Like all yeah. the like craziness happening. Her with C- if we're gonna talk about CGI, I didn't mind her finally like figuring out how to fly. Yeah, that was, was cool. When she was flying, it didn't look terrible. It didn't look terrible. It looked great, but it didn't but look the terrible. cheetah was just kind of like eh. that was a little rough. But so let's get back to the story. Yeah, the story. I so this, did, did you like the I, idea were, of the gem? But there were so many. Yeah, but there were so many moments where I felt like there were like plot holes and like okay. So the one big thing. Let's get into it. Yeah. Kind of beginning. All right. So this thing wishes. If you hold it and you wish something, it comes true. Yeah. Okay. So she wishes Wonder Woman for her love to come back. Okay. And in back of my mind, I I knew it was happening with the wind. The wind hits you, and that's you know when the wish happens. Yeah. It's. I was like, oh, this could be. (laughs) This could be like a really like they could get a little marvelly in this. Be funny, you know, like. Have get into the storyline a little bit into the st- and then cut to three days or two days before when she like wished it and now Chris Pine is like in the middle of the desert naked and but he's special you know he's like a military guy you know being put in the middle of the desert with nothing on they sh- he should be able to clothe himself yeah it, that's part of his training especially the the level that he's at. And I thought it would be a funny thing to like go forward in the timeline and then go back a couple yeah. days and follow him up to trying to find Wonder Woman. How did they? How did they do it, Gory? How did they? How did they explain Chris Pine coming back? Ah, oh, man. You see, and this is where I like bullshit. I That's how checked out. Like I was just like, what's happening? They like, went so far out of their way. To make this part of the storyline, what exactly happened? Okay, I'll tell you. This, this movie is, was this like a mess. So she's at some dinner and she's walking around, and we see this guy that kind of looks like Chris. Pine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they catch eyes, and he says something, and they're like, "Oh my god, are you Chris Pine?" And they do a big 360, and we see this guy that's not Chris Pine. And then cut to it is Chris Pine. So it's like, oh shit, did this. I, at first, I was like, oh, did this guy become Chris Pine? Now everyone knows, like, in this big camera thing, now he's Chris Pine. No. They fall, you know, it's, oh my God, it's Chris Pine. He's back. Okay. And then they go back to his, they fuck. <laughs> they fuck. They and do. They go, and they go back to this apartment. Come to find out. Basically, Chris Pine's character has taken over the life of this guy that's living his own life in that world. And the outside world sees this other guy's face, but she doesn't. And we don't as the audience. We see Chris Pine. What the fuck, dude? That's such a fucking overreach. Like, I think that like, oh, I thought about this guy. Like, oh, my God. Like, this guy just. Chris Pine just took over this guy's when life. When did she Poor make guy. that wish, though? When that first. And when did she? I never it, saw her it, with it, the stone, the though. At the beginning, when so like. I never the, saw her with the stone. Before Kristen Wig wishes, she's just sitting there going, "Oh, oh, this is." 
the the theory goes or the urban legend goes if you hold this he wishes oh that'd be funny and she like does it out of like a joke in her head she does it in her head she doesn't even speak it out loud but the wind you see the wind hit her and then that's does, that and then it does does take a couple days for him to finally show up because he does and that would even if they stuck to the weird oh he's now in this guy's body it would have been a funny cut to oh him trying to oh I'm in this guy's body but now that what threw do me I do? off because I didn't I was like when did that happen like what the hell exactly so it doesn't help I that that was like a huge plot they're just hole trying way too hard yeah. they're trying to do things that haven't been done you know lean into the things that have been like, but I, I don't know. can we talk about the things we liked there were a few things I liked what I love the mall scene when she's going around and she's catching bad yeah. guys because it's like the golden age of it comics. A, it was an and, and it was an homage to the, yeah. the, the TV show. Yeah, and the golden era, man. But uh, it was leaning really hard into the eighties thing. That yeah. Really then the, honestly, you could have taken the eighties thing out and it wouldn't have made a difference. It would have cool. It just it just you know if they would have made. The '80s theme not so stereotypical and more grounded, like hit hit the the mall, like do the yeah. things that the '80s people did, but not so fucking over the top. Man. See, but this is why I liked like talking on this movie in a movie like Shazam, where it knew exactly what it was and it leaned into it, and it that was fun. But this movie has to take its, itself a little more seriously than yeah, Shazam. It does, yeah. but. I, I do feel that there's something there. Like, we have good actors. We have great actors. Um, yeah. I think I think it should have been better than what it was, you know? I'm not expecting much from, <clears throat> much from DC, so... Except for if you watch some of the, like, side stuff. If you watch, like, Doom Patrol, it's great, but it's just a show. Yeah. If you watch... Um, Joker was great. Batman, the Nolan Batman movies, great. The new Batman is probably gonna be good, right? Um, Hopefully. I just, I, I feel like DC does need that rebranding, and they need to like kind of. So I mean, refresher. You're right, but it's all about a gem that makes wishes, and Pedro Pascal wishes that the gem is him, so there's no more gem. So they basically have to try to kill him with the gem there's okay I, I mean if i try to be optimistic with this movie there are some elements that are cool like the fact that he made the gem himself i was like oh yeah it's kind of like a cool thing like now he's trying to make all these wishes come true and he, he uses some crazy 80s technology yeah. to try to communicate with particles and i thought that was kind of bat you know in the vein of like i do like the the Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Batman. I know they're stupid and they're fucking, but they're comic. But it's yeah. If you yeah, it's it's like the the t-shirt you're wearing. The uh, Evil Dead. You yeah. Know, you are self-aware of what's going on. You're. I think Joel Schumacher you, meant yeah, for those movies are, to be. These that, aren't yeah. going that far. They're still trying to be semi-serious yeah. with the love interest. That's like. Uh, the. I'll go watch Notting Hill. Come on. All right. What's your screen scale? So I thought the writing was poor. I thought the writing was like the worst part of it. Oh, some, um, of, the, some of the lines. 
the acting, there was some hamminess to the acting. I felt like uh, I wasn't too happy with the acting either. I think Gal Gadot and um, Pedro Pascal were like the best part of it. Kristen Wiig being decent as well. But like it just it felt so stale. Um, so cinematography was great. I thought it was, I thought the brightness of it contrasts with, you know, I'm not going to say his name again because I've been mentioning him too much, but he just bleak and dark. I felt like this movie, the brightness was really nice to see because DC is so (laughs) delved into the darkness. But, um, overall I gave this a 58%. Ooh, almost there. (laughs) <laughs> Almost a trash can. What was yours? Well, while you were talking, I am preemptively doing our first trash can review because I gave it a 48. This movie was fucking terrible. Um, if I, I mean, if I'm going to put it up against the Marvel movies, which I'm, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a comic book movie. And you kind of Mar- have to, Marvel right? is the gold standard of those goddamn movies. If I'm going to put that move, this movie against those... It doesn't suck against it at all. Here's the thing. 48. You want to talk? I'm printing this shit out. Robert, here's my thing. 40, here we go. Printing out. You don't need the right Robert. <laughs> it's both of us. You can put well, it on no, the trash you, can. You scored it differently. It's fine. But that's our label maker printing. It's our new thing. If, if you get a score underneath 50, you get on the trash can. There you go. Put that on the trash can for me, dude. I will. But I'm proud to put this on the trash can. This movie's terrible. However, um, I the big problem here is DC did so much to separate themselves from Marvel, like to be like we're the dark version. That I think they kind of screwed themselves into a corner. They should just write the start over, man. Yeah, write write them the way you would. Like lean into it. Yeah. Tell the fans like, like I was saying, kill all your characters off. Start off with new actors, new everything. What? What Open the drawer. What do you want? It's scissors. Oh no, just put it on there. It's fine. It's long enough. Um, that's how you make the fandom happy because some of these critics are fans now. It's not like just the uh, the Roper and the. What, is, what are the guys, the, the old dudes that did all the rumors? It's not just those guys now. <laughs> it's guys on BuzzFeed and yeah. and uh, Wikipedia now. You know, I think these guys kind of have cr- credit in the review thing now. And yeah, l- make them happy. If you make, because that's the thing with these like properties, DC, Marvel, Star Wars, it's, it's all laid out already. It's all already great. It's, it's just you putting all this comic book stuff on screen that's yeah. never been there. It's all written out. It's just make the fans happy. If you make the fans happy, the the non-fans, they're going to have to like fall in. Little known factoid here is that a lot of the DC cartoons on uh, various streaming services are actually really fucking good. So Killing go. Joke uh Anything Mask of the Phantasm, anything that Mark Hamill did the Joker voice yeah. for, yep, go watch go. it. Um, 
Justice League has a few movies that are really good. Go watch. I'm those you, are for freaking. I think those this are is great. What DC needs to do is distinguish themselves from Marvel. They're gonna have. They're never gonna be Marvel. So what do you got to do to set yourself from Marvel? R rated. Make all your fucking movies R rated. Yeah. Lean into the fucking 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 and the blue the bloody your you universe DC's universe relax. is already dark as it is. <laughs> like Marvel is you know Captain America and Iron Man. Like you don't even see blood in any of those movies really because they can't. It's PG thirteen. They show blood. It's R. They can't say fuck. They can say what fuck and they don't. DC. I'm telling you. I'm sure they're listening to our. It's a very successful podcast. Yeah, come on. All right, let's get over this. I'm tired. But of, something I, funny I about your review. Rip, I don't want to rip Wonder Woman. Something funny about your review. It's what? Wonder Woman 84, and you gave it a 48, which is just the oh. numbers reversed. There you go. So there yeah, you go. Cool. I didn't think about that. All right, think about it. Good music though. Good job, Hans Zimmer. All right. You want to play some music? Play some music. I shall. We're going to, let's get into our favorite podcast of the year. So let's get over the, you want to do a top three? Top three, yeah. I have one clip. Do you have any clips? I don't. All right. Let's get into your number three. My number three for the year will be um, Allie and Bean's new podcast. Who? Allie and Bean. I don't know who that is. Kevin and Bean's Bean. I'm going to play some state champs Uh. to torture you. Um, I don't mind it. They're great. They, you know, Bean left Kevin and Bean. Dude, he wanted to leave America. He's like, fuck, it sucks here. And, you know, I want to get out. It's finally an excuse. And he moved to, you know, England. And I I just, the guy's a a gem in the industry of like podcasting. Yeah, and Kevin and Bean. And Ali McKay is hilarious. I think she's a wonderful, wonderful. Ali, if you ever listen to this, you've, you're she awesome. She was kind of the replacement of. Cat Corbett? No. Right? No. It's Cat Corbett. But Cat no, Corbett was, was part of it. It was the traffic lady. Mur- Murray? No. I don't remember. The, they had a traffic lady for a long time, and she got fired. And Ali. K Rock just I know. screwed the everybody. Ra- the actual like terrestrial radio industry is fucking brutal. So. Yeah. But Bean did no. say, or I mean, Kevin, Kevin and Bean, or you know, Kevin and Bean did. I think it was more Kevin they at this point because Bean left. Better send Kevin send off than most. Yeah, persons. Kevin Some people did don't have that. Kevin did say like if they would have told told yeah. us met with us before, you're too old. It's time to move on. They would have been fine, but instead they just fired it's everybody. Cutthroat. Yeah, they it had, they at least. Kevin had the luxury of going on air one more time and just saying thank you, but I just Bean, boycotted it anyway. Bean had so whatever. the wherewithal of like getting out before he knew. He knew. And fuck K Rock. But anyway, yeah. uh, Bean um, and Ali started their own side thing. Patreon. We, me and my wife are huge Kevin and you know Kevin and Bean and uh, Ali fans. So we uh, we subscribe naturally and we listen to it here you know here and there and um it's wonderful to hear them just like being normal like talk shooting the shit kind of um podcast what do they talk about Uh, all kinds of things what's in the news 
Um, no, not really. Well, yeah, sometimes, they but have like, guest songs? yeah, um, they have had guests on. <laughs> the funniest one was, can I spoil something for you? Go for it. All right, so, um, Bean loves the movie Notting Hill, <laughs> and he made this joke of like, I. I like I love the movie Notting Hill, so we're gonna have a guy on that was almost in the movie Notting Hill, and he's like everybody wants to listen to that somebody who was almost in, but it turned sure. out he was he was actually an actor, like the whole time acting like that. That's one of his characters. Like uh, he's a comedian that like that's his character. What part of his almost character got into, almost, almost okay. got into Notting that's Hill? Funny. It's really funny. Um. So they have people on. They they also take calls. Like you can call them, and then they'll play your thing on their, you gotcha. know, their podcast. Um, but they they talk about all kinds of stuff, just life in general, and how Bean's life is there, and you know, living over there. Yeah, he been, loves he's it. He's been around. Yeah, he, yeah. I like their minty biscuits. They have this like little joke about minty biscuits. Um, inside joke. Yeah, it's like an inside joke kind of thing, but it's really funny. He's like. Minty Biscuits, there's this guy who, like, raved about them on the radio, and um, he ended up sending a box of Minty Biscuits to, to a lucky winner. So, Allie and Bean, you guys are awesome. I will continue to listen. There you go. They are my faves. All right, my number three. Um, I, I would listen to this on the norm usually, but because of quarantine... Unfortunately, Doug Benson and his Doug Loves Movies hasn't been able to do the live shows that make his show so great. That's one thing that has kept me through, like a listener through the years, is that he has these, you know, sometimes A-lister, B-lister, and C-lister comedians on, and they do movie trivia. I fucking love movie trivia. It's very improv. They do characters, but... It's in front of the audience. That's the one thing versus a lot of podcasts. A lot of these, like us, we're not in front of a studio audience. It's just me and you. But this one, it's you hear the audience and they, you know, it's just very audience interactive. And but because of quarantine, he hasn't been able to do that. And I haven't. I, ha, I I'll be honest. I haven't been listening to every week or whatever. But he has been doing like Zoom ones with, uh, you know, favorite people that come on his podcast jeff tate um who's just he's an amazing comedian he's is his his comedy is great but also he's a nerd when it comes to movies just like doug is and i think doug is surprised how well jeff jeff tate does and so i've been listening here i haven't i would listen to weekly when it was live with an audience but i i will be honest i haven't been listening to weekly been picking and choosing who's been on the show but it has been fun I, I do live, love listening to movie trivia and trying to guess on my own and and it's pretty great so I want to give a shout out to Doug Benson I know I, he's struggling a little bit and he's, he's doing fine but I know it being quarantined it's yeah. hard for him being a live comedian with this this stuff so but I do like a show you can interact with like that right. that's awesome yeah so shout out Doug Loves Movies. Um, my second one is a little known show. Well, you guys have probably heard of it. So So Scrutiny Podcast. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to be so pissed. No. I'm just fucking kidding. Um, no, uh, The Young Turks. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah. And the reason I like them isn't because I think they're like pure factual everything because they're very emotional. Um, but they just bash politically just... The problem with Young Turks, though, sorry. I look at them as like the OAN and News thing. News the, Max or whatever. Yes. They are a far-leaning left. Exactly. But to go non, into the reason why I like it. Non-mainstream media. Yeah, the reason I like it yeah. is because it's almost like when you put on an August Burns Red record and it's just rage, like just like <laughs> adrenaline. Because you know what? Like, I don't think everything they say is found founded on you know accurately obviously they're very emotional but i like listening to that kind of stuff sometimes just not when it's dangerous to other people like i'm not gonna like i mean you could argue but yeah i would say some but, of the stuff they put is, but mm. but i i do like it. it it makes me laugh so um i like that young turks all right. Good stuff. I am going to go in the kind of vein for number, my number two, in the so-so scrutiny vein. I'm going to plug my other podcast, What's Your Position Podcast. Um, I think it, it's I, it's another podcast I do with my cousin Ashley, who has a fucking master's in psychology and sexuality. She's yeah. just awesome. And it's a, I like listening to it. In real in real time, I, I she has amazing guests on there, and I, I it's not like this podcast where I talk way too much. I just chime in on that one. I yeah. let her and the guest um, tell stories and fat. Ashley's all about statistics and facts and throw science at you. And I not only record it, but I, I listen to it as a listener. I yeah. like listen. I sit there just sometimes when it's just going good, and I don't. I have nothing to say. I'm just listening to it. I'm, I'm on my phone listening into it as a listener. So, um, but there are some fun episodes where just Ashley and I, and we're just shooting the shit, and um, I can talk a little bit more. But when she has like really compelling guests on, yeah, I I sit back. I don't. I'll, I'll chime in with some, like funny jokes and sound effects and stuff. But I really do let these. I try to let these guests, because that's the hard thing. Is like a lot of these people. They're not used to having this microphone in their face like we do every week. You yeah. Know? Even this for us, it's like an unnatural thing that we're trying to be used to. And have these people be comfortable enough to tell really detailed, usually sexually explicit stories about, you know, their life and be comfortable about it. So yeah. It's something that Ashley and I have been trying to, we're doing really good. I think she's doing a great job. So, little plug to my other That's podcast. Awesome. What's your position? Ashley Weller. On Spotify, iTunes, you can find it. So Pandora. That's my number two. Yeah, all of them. There you go. Google. All right, number two or number one for you. My number one is um up first. Listen to it every morning. NPR. Um, all right. Love up first. Very non-biased. Um, very much just about what's going on in the world po- politically. Um. I'm very interested in just, you know, keeping up on what's going on and both the government and just the world in general, like even when it includes, you know,
across the waters and everything. I like to know. Um, I like to it's see. It's a little inform. less bi- biased than Young Turks. Honestly. Yeah, and I do like it. Um, it's a good start to know what's going on, and it's a good. Liz and I will listen to it together. So that's my number one. Is it? It's NPR. Yeah, NPR uh, up first. Okay, I'm gonna pause you down because I have a clip. My number one, of course, is Adam Adam Carolla. He, I, I like it because it's it's Monday through Friday. It's like a morning show, like a like Kevin Bean was. They do about two hours. First half is usually him and uh, fucking smug bald Brian, who I don't really like too much right now, and then Gina Grad, who's like the new girl, and they. They talk about, you know, where whatever's on Adam's mind in the beginning and then they get into some issues and then they do like the news with Gina and then they have usually the second half is like a with a guest. It's either yeah. it's either with just the guest and Adam one on one or they'll have uh Gina and Bald. And I, I I like that better with like four people. It's like a yeah. conversation. The one on ones can be fun with Adam, depends on the guest. Um but I just it's you know Versus like the Rogans and the even the Doug Bensons, Corolla puts one out every every Monday through Friday, and then on top of that, uh, they have another podcast called uh, Corolla Classics on the weekend, where on Saturday and Sunday they play uh, his producer Chris Loxamata and uh, superfan Giovanni. They host a show where they play old clips from old shows, not a whole episode, but like. I was I was saying like Seth Rogen was on the other day and it was like yeah. a clip of Seth Rogen on there and it's it's fun to go back a few years even when you did listen or you didn't listen like there's some years where I didn't listen to the pod like early on when he was on like early podcast I didn't listen I didn't catch up to him till uh, further on when he was in the studio so that's a cool podcast um, but this year every year they do the Ace Awards which is a great episode if you're a fan of the the Corolla podcast you look forward to the ace awards because it's kind of like Corolla classics they they bring on it's like the oscars for for Corolla. They, they have categories and they they talk about all these episodes of the past year they do like um best guest best uh, impression best song and and then throughout those categories at the end they do two main categories uh best interview yeah and best rant best interview is the solid guest that was like compelling and, or either funny, just, it just made an impact and they intertwine those. And then the rant, the rant of the year is like the big one. Cause yeah. Carl is known for his rants. So spoiler alert. Um, I haven't, I gotta, I gotta find, I'm pretty sure this is where it's at. I want to play Corey this clip. You know, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm going to tear him up. Uh, well, right now. let's see. Because I am very pro Corolla, but yeah. I love you and Liz being teachers. But Corolla doesn't like teachers. Corolla is not a teacher. And <laughs> I know. And I want to hear your take, and I want to play a clip. And so I'm, this is, and I'll spoil this. This was the rant okay. of the year. This one All right. rant of the year. So how long is it? It's it's like a couple minutes. Okay, it's go. not very long. Um, let me. And if it's if I don't find the right spot, then we'll find it right now. Hack. I can't believe we'll follow the fucking. We've had city kids in with all these people. 
I think teacher this week or whatever. Nominee for rant of the year. America think. Make Harvard America think. That, yes. Something. Very good. Uh, like that guy. All right. Moving on to our fourth rant of the Ooh, year. Here we go. <laughs> our fourth nominee for rant of the year. Reopening schools. Talked to Sonny uh, the other day, and I His said, uh, "I said, what's the schedule like this week or a couple days ago?" And I was like, "You got school this week or whatever?" And he's like, "They're doing Zoom, whatever." And I, he said, uh, "We don't have school on Friday." And I said, uh, "Why not? What's what's Friday?" And he's like, "Well, the teachers are using that day to grade papers." And I'm like. I think teachers fucking hate work, but like getting paid. This is the most diabolical plan in the world. We just fucking keep getting paid. They're fucking mobbed up. They're big time unions. They're in with the fucking governor. They're in with the fucking mayor. They're in with all these people. They're fucking cowards. They don't want to go back to work. They want to get paid. And there's no danger. There's no danger for the fucking kids. There isn't. This is insane. It's child abuse. My my kids are fine. But what about the fucking inner city kids or the latchkey kids or the, you know, mom's got to work all day at the supermarket kids? It's fucked up. What the fuck is going on? Open the fucking schools. They're fine. The kids are fucking fine. It doesn't do anything to them. We have schools open all over the world. Where's the fucking outbreak? Where's the data? Can we follow the fucking science? Remember, we're supposed to follow the science, right? Follow the science. Follow the science, you fucking bloviated jack-offs. Good, we'll follow the fucking science that the world is telling us. Now open the fucking schools. We just have to wait till after the election? That That's how it works? It's yeah. fucking nuts. Everything God, magically open up next week. Newsom's such a fucking hack. I can't believe he's in charge of this fucking place. Open the fucking schools. You're hurting the kids. Their chances of being harmed by coronavirus. And by the way, if you're a fucking teacher and you're fucking pussy and you don't want to fucking go in and do your job, then fucking stay home. Open the schools and you fucking stay home. The... The abuse, there's tons of fucking abuse going on out. These kids are getting fucked up. There's parts of their brain that are supposed to be developing now that aren't developing. Open the fucking schools. It's causing more trouble than it's saving. It's not hurting anybody. Anyone turn on the news and found out a fucking nine-year-old has died of COVID? Ever heard of it? Believe me, if it did happen, CNN would dedicate seven days to it. Does anyone remember that story on CNN about the fucking 13-year-old who went to school and died? No? No, I can't Well, then fucking open the schools. Yeah. <laughs> By the yeah. way, Christmas okay. vacation is not even Christmas vacation because my kids have been sitting home for six months. Like, it's just, uh, it's just yeah, another day. When you don't day. go to school and the weather doesn't change, what does Christmas vacation mean to L.A.? You do have to really just think about that one subject, schools. Teachers, fine. Students, fine. Most important thing in the world, school. Children, our future. Then why are all the schools closed in California? All right. All right. So, I, okay. I, I like before, that. Before I you love, start. I love that we can do this on here because just bear in mind, I'm going to tear into him. I want um, I want you to because I am a very pro Corolla thing because the other rant, one of the rant Corolla uh, nominations that year is, and I get it, 
some people think he's very right right winged. He does lean. He he's like friends with Char- Tucker Carlson. He's had Donald Trump Jr. on. I disagree with both those on, but the fact that he has those people on versus he has the the Sarah Silverman's and the Andrew Yang's on. He has both sides. It's not he just leans. He only has right wing people on his show. He ha- most of the time it's comedians and it's. Most of them lean way left. So I think some people that don't know Corolla, it's funny that they don't know him because fans and himself like that. They don't know him. He like leans it. Okay. Like, you want me to be right? Okay. Okay. It's funny. You think I'm right wing. All right. So, but said, I'm going to explode on him right now because right. he exploded on teachers. Go for it. So I, I, okay. I want to hear it, man. Number one, a man you. who has a net worth of $20 million talking, talking okay. about. Okay. Can I give you a rebuttal? Teach, hold on. Let me. He let came me. from nothing. Okay. He lived on a patio whose parents did not love him and did, he grew up digging dishes on, control, on construction sites. Okay. And game from nothing. Got so it. That he's worth twenty million dollars. God bless him. Got it. Okay, but but a man who has that much money talking about teachers being pussies for not going back. There are teachers in this country right now, currently, that are making less than thirty five thousand dollars a year. Okay, he can piss on that. Um, two, he's not educated. He dropped out of college, so he yep. doesn't know shit about education. Uh, I will so, disagree with that. I disagree with, or I disagree with it because the fact that he made twenty million dollars out of education. Okay, that and goes against three, your your fucking theory. Go one ahead. of the other things that he he preached in that was. How he's complaining about inner city kids not, um, you know, not he's getting val- educated. He's vouching for him. Not getting educated, whatever. He never fucking mentioned that before. No, never oh, mentioned no, 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 it no. before. Yes, he does all the time. I, his his big thing, everything that he politically, Adam Carolla talks about, it all whittles down to family education. And that goes for the black community. He's, he looks at the Jews. He looks at the Mexicans. He looks at the Asians. Those family orientations are all about family education. They all live together. They're all about go to fucking school and learn your fucking shit. But the black community, all those dads leave. And the, it goes to the white community. The white community is in the same vein as the black community. But he, no, I disagree with you. He, in that I, I I could see how I just did, I, I see I disagree with some of the stuff he was talking about, but in that in that vein, he was vouching for them. He was like, saying, "Yes, my kids are privileged. Yeah. I'm a twenty. I, my kids go to a really fancy school, and they're fine. They have a fucking tutors, and they're fine. But he's worrying about the families that don't have the dads." The mothers are having to work and they're stuck being latchy kids with playstations and not learning in the developable okay. age. That's what he's saying. Okay. okay. Um Okay. I don't I don't agree with him. Um I don't I don't like that he narrows it down to the idea that kids aren't going to school and they're not like you know, whatever, not getting their education, not, not. they're staying at home. I have kids whose parents have died because of covid because somebody in their family who was a kid kids do get it um brought it home okay and they died okay. i have a kid in one of my classes that had to has to be on 
um, in a couple of my classes have lost um, lost people. This is the thing. His opinion soon enough isn't going to matter because he's in the old generation. The new generation of kids, like our kids. He's, that, okay. But he's following the science, man. But you're saying, okay. I understand that these kids are losing family. This, he's not disagreeing that people are yeah. dying from this. That That's not. And even with the vaccine, Corolla said he's getting the vaccine. He does. He's not that right winging. He, he, if science says that he should get the vaccine, he's all about science. He follows the science and his science is, and it's not wrong. This disease affects older people or middle-aged people with diseases that are already affecting them. Yeah. It's not affecting teenagers. Did you, like he was saying, have you heard the tr- dramatic death of some nine-year-old or 14-year-old that's died from this? No. Yeah, but just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not possible. But but um, but, the, but he's saying, okay, I like the idea of being being safe and sorry. But what is the harm? The harm of what? But what is the harm? Closing of, down is being more harmful than the actual disease. I don't agree. Statistically, that's not correct, and that's why unions. Who's exist. dying? Who's dying from this disease, man? There, some of the first people who died who's, were teachers. I'm not, who, and I'm not saying contracting it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I will agree that kids. Middle aged or kids, teenagers, but I just don't, and twenty like year olds his, contract it. But dying, it's not much different than the flu. There's some side effects. Yes, it's a little different than the flu. But because but dying, because I here's my problem with it. Okay. It's it's extremely insulting because like mm. if you've worked as hard as like Liz and I have worked as hard as we have with school, yeah. And with going back and getting our master's and we're super passionate about teaching and we do believe that it would be better to be back at school. We also believe that there is an extremely high risk because we are in it and we've seen what it does to families. Like, here's a problem. When you call teachers fucking pussies, you're not really showing your support okay can i of can I, I i just i oh, don't no, no, no. i don't like that Here's like the thing. okay that's L- let me let me awful. step in as, an, as a corolla fan when he says that he's not talking about you and liz he fucking loves you and liz the guys the, the guys and gals that really do go in every day and trying to turn these kids and make them great he does he I'm t- I know you're hearing this out of context, but if you listen to him on a daily basis, he fucking loves you and Liz. He's not going to, he's not going to turn I'd like you guys, to talk to but, him. Like, but you and Liz will not disagree on how your unions organize, how you guys go, how the general ma- majority of your union are teachers that are there just to fucking for a paycheck and for the vacation. And there are teachers that are just, not there for the kids. It's, he's not talking about you. And you guys are the minority of the teachers' union. Can you disagree with that? I don't think you, I know. Liz can say that she is not pro. Like she is pro union, but not in the way that they're. Pushing I don't it. think any of us are pro bad teacher. But and that's all. He's I saying. don't think that unions are especially like, California. There he's are not things, taking, He's not talking about nationwide. There are things California. That, there are things that even he doesn't understand about the teacher's union, like the things that they protect you from. He's like 
pro. They're, he's not anti-union. He's just anti-teachers union. But here's my problem California. with his message. Like, above all, we could argue all these things. It's like okay. the twenty million. Like he's rich. He doesn't understand it. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. We could argue all that. But it comes down to the point of when you're on air and you're saying something like that. It's a generalization. So people are going to okay. take but it that way. His. You know what? Okay. I'm, and they're going to be standing offended. by Carol. I, I hear you. And th- that's why I wanted to play this because I wanted to. Well, you I can tell you that I'm extremely I, I'm offended pro, by I'm it. I'm pro you and Liz, good teachers. I fucking love that. I wish there was more. Would you agree? But that if it, you are, you have to be anti okay. that rhetoric. But like that's a back thing. in the day when when our parents were growing up. Yeah, their parents would we, we would look at these. People with fancy cars living on hills with their 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 houses, yeah, and they would go, "Hey, Dad, who's that? Oh, that's so and so. He's, you know, yeah. the, the head of the steel." They would look up, and one day, if you work hard enough, you're going to be like him one day. That was that was the dream back in the day. Now you fast forward, and you do that same scenario with a parent and a kid, and go, "Hey." Who's that? You know, they live in the hill with a nice fancy house and the car. Why don't we have that? And the parent will go, yeah, why don't we have that? Why is it fair that they have that and we don't? Fuck that mentality. Go out. Fuck the government. Do not rely on the government. The government will never help you. Never help you get to that next level. You have to do that. Do not look at the person on the hill like Corolla, who's built his whole fortune off of nothing. He... Only his mind and his creativity, and meaning Jimmy and Kim, luck, and many no, 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 luck. Luck is not a thing, man. You make your own luck. You make your own. You, if those doors, if those lucky doors are there, you are the one that put those there. You mm. know what I mean? That I believe in a form of luck. Hard work, but hard luck. work gets you to those lucky points and those open doors that you can go into. And one of those was Jimmy Kimmel. Luckily, Adam Carolla met Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel needed someone like Corolla and them together made a fucking empire. And now Corolla has 20 million dollars, can buy whatever he makes and can broadcast whatever he wants. If it's something you disagree with, he says, fuck you. Come, <laughs> come to my pirate ship. That's what he calls it. His pirate ship. It's not like he's on NBC. He has no one. He has no one to look up to. Yeah, it's only him. But but. And I will say this too. It's California he's talking about. He's not talking about nationwide. Just California. And California's fucked up. Now nationwide. You look what's going on nationwide with schools? Are they some are open? Florida, there's there are states that are saying fuck the lockdowns and stuff. Have you heard about mass school COVID? I've heard about a little bit. There's been a little bit, but in a, in the degree of like nursing homes where yeah. that has been a problem since spring last year. His whole thing is like, yes, if we open schools, this demographic is not going to say they're not going to get COVID. But, but this is but also why, why are restaurants open and why is the film industry open? But children can't go to school. But here's here's the issue. All right. Like me. no matter what a teacher is going to argue, you're always going to have that argument back schools are historically and right now underfunded there's no way in that our districts our districts have not offered 
like a excuse. plan for going back though. Like okay, and that goes back to the unions. That's not the district. The district district and the governor are basing everything on the leaders of the teachers union. But we're also underfunded because of high things well, higher in the government. Well <laughs> who are you gonna agree with then? Who are you agreeing with? Because it seems like you are both agreeing with the unions and the government. You want to go back to school, man? Don't you want to go back into a classroom? Well, of course. But what's it going to cost? A vaccine? How long is that going to take? Another year, man. You're going to be on Zoom for another year. I don't think it's going to be a year. They're what going to is, make us go what back is the, before What is then? the deadly casualty rate of schools opening up? I agree that there are teachers out there that are a little bit older. They've been they've been doing it for years, but you know what? Maybe take that sacrifice and not come to school. You yourself, if you were coming to school, if they did open up the next day, oh, I'm gonna get emotional. Hold on, like I know, but if they do open up tomorrow, it's not gonna be like last year. Everyone's gonna wear a mask. There's gonna be hand sanitation. There's gonna be mandatory walk. Like there's gonna be extra precautions. But there's and, also a risk of, and uh, I don't know why I'm going here. It's gonna no, I don't. Um, sensitive topic, man. That's why I wanted to bring this up for you. But we have a baby that's created is already a high that's risk true. pregnancy. That's okay. We don't know what teachers' underlying issues are, and okay. And yes. if if we just say okay, fuck it, we'll go back. Which if they told me like you have to go back or you 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 know you don't have a job, of course I'm gonna fucking go back. Okay. Like. It's not about me all the time. It's that's, about other fucking people. That's what, and that's, that that's is my the, argument. Pr- that's the problem I have is like people are like rush out, go do this. If I took this home and somehow got into contact with my dad, my dad, yeah. like having what he's had. I live with like, an 18 year old grandmother. I, I, yeah, I, I understand. Exactly. That. It's, but that's my argument too with Corolla is what's, the better for society is I, I do live with an eight year grandmother who has um, some s- stuff of cancer. She has, yeah. skin, she's, she's good, but she has some skin cancer and I just, she's he, not, she has underlying things. And yeah. now I live in an, I, I have to work. I mean, luckily this year I had some unemployment that helped me, but I want to work as an American. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't like relying on the government for stuff. I want to go out there and get my own shit. Cause yeah. I'm not, Government's not going to get me to direct a movie. I'm going to direct a movie for myself. But I have an 80-year-old grandmother, and I take care of her. But at the same time, my industry now has evolved, unlike your industry, where you, although my industry does have unions, it's very more freelance than yours. Like, yours is controlled by unions. Mine are kind of like an amoeba we can have some unions we can have not some unions but the non-unions still have to with gavin newsom's order have to have COVID also tests, i want to make it clear COVID officers like, now what if like your school had like a yeah. team of covid if if they were going to be okay that's corolla's argument if they were going to be open it's not gonna like like it was it's going to be different there's going to be covid well, officers I, th- see testing. that's the thing though he in his argument he does not present that like if that was presented all of us teachers that's why i'm in this as a fan all of us teachers would go back if we were insured that we were safe a snippet of an old episode 
It's, that's the problem with Corolla. Is if See, you, though, if you like, listen to I him, uh, I know he's frustrating to me. I don't. But I the, don't, isn't this isn't this situation frustrating? Yeah, everything. What is, is. it? What What is the difference between California and Florida? Have you heard any outbreaks in, in schools in Florida? They're open. I don't know. No, see, that's the narrative with CNN and these left wing things is it's not going with their narrative. Like you said, have you heard about the dramatic nine year old that died from going to school? No, but because, then when it's because like, it hasn't happened yeah. and it doesn't go with CNN's narrative. But then when it's close to home, regardless of CNN, when I've had friends lose parents and like I've had friends lose well, then parents, be safe, like I do. I I but live. They were I know safe. They were extremely safe. Okay, well, but then what's the sacrifice? Society or trying to deal with it? Because I'm trying to deal with it. Because if we go I, on with being this super sanitized, close everything, yeah. everything, it's it's stupid that it, supermarkets and my industry are open. Exactly. But schools are not. Mm. It, that's fucking bullshit, dude. I'm sorry. I want you. I want you to go back to school. These kids. I don't want I, kids. To be honest, though, I'm a good teacher. I know I'm a good I, teacher. You are. You I Liz, don't want to go are. back right now. I don't want to. See, okay. Now, like now, now, see with your. Okay, you're a good example. Now you have mm. a, a, a wife that's having a kid. But what are, if you're going to follow the statistics like the left does and the right doesn't apparently. The left does follow the, the scientific fact. How many babies have died from COVID? How many mothers have died from COVID? It's un. They, they no. I've seen the majority stuff of like this, this. Majority of this disease pandemic has been killing, been killing older people and people with underlying diseases, not being pregnant. But we just don't. Got to follow science, man. No, I know it's right wing. I at the same time I'm saying this, I do. Th- do you think you need to wear a mask? You got to wear a fucking mask. It's helping hand sanitizer. I'm down mm-hmm. with that left, but we can't go far way far left and close everything down. It's, it's hurting society well, too I, much. I, and our kids. But I see there are things I agree with. I do agree with like small businesses being able to be open. Oh, corporate. Time. I also do not. I like nobody said because I have these views. I ever supported uh, Gavin Newsom because I think he's a hypocrite just like every California other politician like it's just it I think what needs to happen is we need to do things smart we need to open things like but you have to have a plan you can't just in it, like if he would have said that in that like in that rant if he would have said like Give them the mask, give them the PPE, give them this, give them that. We can, they don't even get, like, and I'm not going to, my district is better than most, I will, but uh, okay. teachers don't like, they're teachers who don't get fucking pencils. They don't get paper for their class. They don't get any of this. Okay. Like, Let me counter you know? two things. He knows that the good teachers like you guys are underpaid. Yeah. And it's. And he is still pointing at you guys and your unions. That that's your fault in California. It's all their fault. It's, yeah. it's 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 inner you guys. That's your fault. Teachers, it's even you, the good teachers yourselves. You guys are voting in these people, kind of the problem. But, but yeah, but, but in the same sense, you are the good people. Second, half of his team, his sound guy, yeah, and his news girl, they're not in studio since the since the uh, pandemic. One, his sound guy, Bob Bryan, he has a brain tumor. So he is 
underlining he can't come into the studio and hang out with the 10 people that are there broadcasting yeah. this it's not worth it he, he uh, luckily he is uh, he's been blessed with not dying he's had some really good luck luck with some some drugs and science so he's he's staying home but they're yeah. zooming in now Gina same thing she's she's totally healthy she's great she's engaged but she has a father who's now in a hospice kind of situation that she wants to visit and now can't really come into the studio because now she's you know she because of her father she can't come in into yeah so but that's their decision it's it's about for society the majority of society don't have those issues and if you do then maybe you take yourself out of the team right now society is a team and if but that's if, but and, and for me but like, you have a government who's like they ju- he just signed it but people on unemployment were gonna be fucked they're still fucked they're still that's fucked right too. now but i'm talking that's differently so lo- leaving open, the job opening the you schools know? is gonna open more money it's gonna make janitors get paid it's gonna make it's going to make a lot more people custodians get paid. are working. They're our custodians working. Liz is custodians doing what? working. They're still doing the same thing they okay, do every year, keeping it clean. I, I bet you they're not taking as much hours. They're taking a cut. I just think that for the better of society and the damage that these kids being stuck at home. Yeah, but in a, in a, and I in agree. A, I agree there are major issues going on there too. Like I feel it and I'm not even like a traumatized human being, but um I I have like I've had students and I have students that are like do deal with trauma and like a lot of them say like it's safer at home right now like Okay, but you can um, you, you can we, I I with Corolla, I think we can maintain a little bit more of society still if we open more stuff up, but be safe about it. Look at me, my industry, film industry, it's opened up. It hasn't since August, it hasn't stopped. I haven't stopped working, but it's because of that we get tested, it's safe, we have COVID officers. And but I'm and, gonna, and, and, and it's my and, and I live with an 82 year old who yeah. has cancer stuff, and I it's, but when I get into put in a situation where maybe I get sick or it's not as difficult, I quarantine myself. That's my responsibility as my citizen and protecting my grandma. But I'm still out there going to work and paying my taxes. We can still open those schools and still be safe. That's all he was kind of saying. It's kind of bullshit that we're going to be doing Zoom for another year. I in California. I just don't not in other think, states in California. I don't think with the with our districts the the way they're talking that they plan on that exactly happening. Exactly, um, it's bullshit. I just follow the science, man. But tell, tell but me. and I don't like it's there's just this thing about like we can have both. Like we can I, have kids. I don't want to like class and do Zoom at the same. You time. know, I don't want to get on my soapbox too much, but like. Like celebrities, they like when they talk about what like trying to like put themselves into our shoes, it just it doesn't where they are right now, where he is right now. He he can't not, understand it, though. Like he can't. He does. 
But he, he does. I, if I were in a room with him and I tried to have this conversation with him, he'd have the same answer. Like it's no. I think he would, he would beat you. He's I, too good. I'd he in his his mind, his argument does. would be you and Liz are good good teachers. You guys are the minority. It's your mm-hmm. unions and the government of of California. Not federally. Federally sucks, but California adds an extra layer yeah. of bullshit in unions. It's not helping. Look at the science. We U.S. citizens are not dying as te- as kids and teenagers and 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 teachers to a certain degree, to a certain age. I understand. Like past sixty, there are teachers that are past that age. Well. Maybe retire for the sake of, of humanity and bring in a new teacher that's younger and can c- c- survive this disease. Young people aren't dying from this. They're I am not, not healthy. As, young people are not. Dying I'm from definitely this. not as eloquent. You can, as, you can get it. It's good that you get it. Then you got yeah. it. It's like a flu. Definitely not as eloquent as Liz, but Liz would. She like this is. So a conversation we always yeah. have and like it just well, I'd rather have this with you than Liz because Liz would beat me I can have a little bit of a debate with you but <laughs> Liz is better than you sorry she is <laughs> but I mean like it but just I think that our, I think what you guys would agree with I just is your I, unions are bullshit you know how like you know your bu- unions are bullshit I you guys talk about that shit all the time not every aspect of unions are bullshit you need teachers in California you need protection you do you do um there are things like I'm not gonna talk about on air that like I've had to use my union for that like were potentially like you know issues for me so I had to use them. Um, I don't agree that they should protect you on the basis of being a, like a bad teacher. If you're a bad teacher, you're a bad teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what your union should do is weed out those people. But that's the job of the union. It just, I don't know. Like I, 10 years bullshit. I, I agree with that. School year should be a longer too. The, the summer vacation was built on kids working with their parents in the fields when the internet wasn't around and we needed kids in the field to help with stocks and, and the, the livestock and stuff that kids don't do that anymore. Puts it would ki- be, it would be very put interesting. Kids, puts kids in classrooms more than on the streets. I'm just saying it would be really interesting to see like what Liz has to say about this issue. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I know I'm a little she'll, bit. She'll beat me. I know a little. She'll beat this guy. I have this. I would love to have Corolla versus her. That'd be great. This. I have this because much experience in educational, like, like. The politics. Uh, politics. Yeah. And Liz is like, I, I'm just working it, on man. like emotions here. Like I've, I have people around me that have lost people because of this. I have like. I know my parents are at like risk for it. So if that's the other thing, you know, Corolla, it's not ignoring the pandemic. Yeah. He knows people are dying from this, but like you gotta, you gotta look at, look at the science like the left does. But instead of, who is dying from this disease? Instead of doing the, like the, the rant thing, I get what he's doing. Instead of doing the rant thing, a more productive way of doing that would be saying, look at the facts instead of doing. doing that though. But no, not Look using, but he's doing the same thing that like a leftist would do when they're like out there, like screaming at people. Like 
Exactly. He's, saying like, he's, like, he's using science against the people that use science. But not calling, like he generalized too much. Yes. Like, because this is to a, say because this is a societal thing. This but is hurting say, societal and majority than a minority. But, if you are a minority and you have a special case, then you are not part of this. But to say but like the majority a, of of kids and to, teachers but, getting hurt from. But this. his language, like, like teachers go through a lot of shit. Like to watch your kid to teach them to. Know. To be their mentor because you don't want to be because you're like, I drop them off. I leave them there and like, that's it. You know, if you know that, then I love it. But but that's your job. But it doesn't entitle like the people who send them to to be like, you fucking pussies. Who pays for your fucking salary? Taxpayer, man. That's why you're there. I mean, yes. I know it's a terrible argument. It's a bullshit argument. But it's like, well, if you want to take the money away, then no education. And then it's like. Talk talk right. to your union. I don't, I don't like I don't like teachers' unions. I think it's and he has an argument he has an argument too with charter schools. That's a but whole just, other thing. That's, I, like this guy, like it, every I'm I sorry, but every time he's and it's, brought it, up it's in and California. Like, every time he's brought up and every time I hear something <laughs> about this guy, I hate him more and more and more. That's why like, I like him. And he sounds much more like a closeted like Trump dude. He doesn't like Trump. I, I think and people, maybe he I, doesn't. He doesn't. But, but he I, talks shit on Trump and his family like all the time. He, he's. That's why I like him. He's on, he's kind of on the fence. He likes yeah. some Republican stuff, but he also likes some left stuff. He he's and that was one of the rants. One of the nominees that year was like uh, uh, letting open the schools. Mm. Uh, Gavin Newsom. It was like five of them, and one of them. Well, was, Gavin Newsom and one of them, like and one every of them was the, other politician. And one of them was the GOP. And his whole thing was, fuck the GOP. I don't I don't stand with you guys. I don't own a gun. I believe in gay marriage. I believe in all this stuff that you guys don't believe in. But the left thinks I am totally right because, yeah, I do believe in small government. I believe the government has too much overreach, which I do. I think we spend way too much. But some people need to be helped out. With his, and years, if, like, with his years on Loveline, he's heard the ang- the the young people being hurt and anguished and 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 it knows that side that yeah. some people do need help that does need a little bit of government but at the same time make your own man See, I agree government's, with some of government's that, not gonna do your own do your I own agree shit with like it, he did but i don't even want to get into this too much but yeah we got, we you can be up. you can you can at least be at the point of that is a privileged standpoint. He is privileged, but he's not 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 just him. I'm speaking universally. Okay. That's a privileged statement in itself yeah. to say. He's earned it. Not just him. I mean, if I anybody were to say that, like, but, make but your also, own. He's like, in that. He's in that village now of rich people and knows differently than those rich people. Because there are a lot of people that would want to be there i'm not saying i'm underprivileged because i am privileged i'm like i'm white here's the here's the here's let's let's boil everything down let's wrap this up yeah play some music for us soon oh yeah yeah. um oh play something new i think boil everything we just talked down especially corolla i think the one thing we have to take from all this is we're all on the same team we all want to just be we want america to be great and we want everyone to be free and that's the end goal. And right now we're just dealing with the little like details of it. But the end game, he just wants society back together. You want it. You want it back together. You want to be back in this. And 
he just thinks that this is a little much. You think that his is a little much and we just need to find the middle ground. And I don't know. I like a good, I still love you. I, I still love Corolla. I don't, I don't agree with everything Corolla talks about. I, I probably 90%. He doesn't like baseball. Fuck him. He doesn't like the beastie boys. Fuck Corolla. You know, there's some things I don't agree with Corolla. It's not hundred percent, but his politics, you know, it's, it's on the fence. You know what I mean? Sorry. I, he has a lot of shit. I, and, and as fans and himself, he likes when he gets shit because it, it, when people go, oh, you're so right winger. Oh, you're so left. Well, here's the it's thing. It's like it's like you don't get him. It's like keep saying that stuff. It's funny. But here's the f- thing. I would I would like to understand it, but I like there's just this this disconnect. You got it. You got to be man. there to understand it. But like, his his fire against fire with the left is the science. Left is all about science. Yeah. L- look at the science. No one is dying under 50 if you have underlying diseases yeah if you if you have underlying diseases or live with someone take precautions yeah you yeah you are the you are the minority wash your hands more wear a mask wear eye protection wear gloves do what you need to to protect your family but at the same time we need yeah. this society to keep going like we can't just stop society well just that's our governor that- fucking says so it's bullshit. But that's an issue. He's so, he's so hypocritical. He that goes, is an issue. He that's, goes out to restaurants and our yeah. senators go get haircuts and it's bullshit. We can go to the grocery store, but we can't open schools. That's well, ridiculous. here's here's my that's thing ridiculous. too. Like before schools, think about small businesses. Think now about too. haircut. We can think go to Walmart, but we can't open schools. That's yeah. fucking how many people are in Walmart and Target? Hundreds. But we can't open fucking schools. Come on. Come there on. is an argument for that. Come on. I don't know that we. <laughs> I hate school going. and I hate kids, but fuck, get them back are, in school. Are, are the people who visit Walmart or Target there for eight but hours But do you ever hear of an outbreak coming from Walmart? No. Because <laughs> everyone, everyone in there is wearing a mask. Usually now a lot of these corporate places are having to do yeah. to look good. I'm just saying, get 30 12-year-olds. No, first graders more so. Do you want to go back to in your classroom? I am working right now. I'm working my ass off. Do you want to go back into a classroom? I would love to. What is it going to take to get you back in a classroom? Funding for PPE and being safe in the school. I I don't disagree with that. Plexiglass, whatever the fuck it takes. But... Something to protect like us. This wasn't a debate. It was a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get. I knew we we're going to do a trivia game. Let's get out of here, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's been too long. People have been tired of us <laughs> talking <Bitching>. politics. <laughs> get some music to play? Yeah. There you go. Killers? Not even close. Close this up. You're not going to guess this because you don't know this band. So cool. Where do people go, Corey? You go to www.sososcrutiny.com. We have merch. You should check it out. Yeah. We have new tote bags. Order something. Instagram, Facebook. Follow it. And go download episodes. 
and tell a friend. Yeah, go find the uh, special word. Special, oh, yeah. Special code word. I forgot about uh, that. You code phrase. Shit. I'll give you one more hint if you're still listening. It's three words. Oh, nice. Three words. Um, what else? You know, I think we need to update our uh, screening playlist. Yeah, we have not. It's on our, uh, if you look at our podcast, I think it's on, is it, can you link it on Spotify? I know it's on iTunes. I know. Alright, we'll find a way, but we have like a cool playlist of all the music we usually play on here and stuff yeah. that we like. What else? Don't do drugs. Well, from the famous movie Knocked Up, no pills, no powders. <laughs> but if it comes from the ground, it's probably okay. <laughs> and we'll leave you with that. That's why. I, that's how I. Uh, who's this band? Misser. Misser? I don't know who that is. It's like three singers. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, let's get out of here. All right, I'm Corey. I'm Robert. So says Goodney. Peace.